What's up, guys? It's your man, Donovan Sharp, and welcome to this edition of Weights and Dates. Um, I think, Meyer, and I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and call this now season two of Weights and... Actually, you know what? Actually, you know what? This is going to be the last episode of season one of Weights and Dates because I'm getting a graphic introduction done. And you've seen... The, you, did you get the look at the introduction? Yeah, I did. It's it's pretty sick. Pretty, it's pretty cool, right? Yeah. So I got to find some music to accompany that, and then that'll be our grand uh, introduction to uh, to season two of uh, of Weights and Dates. How you doing, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm 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 happy to see you on the air doing your shows. Uh, you know, old school Donovan with the breakdowns and everything like that, and uh, you know, doing the longer shows. It's great, man. And uh, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, as you guys know, obviously we do this show uh, typically on Fridays, but today uh, Donovan had some traveling to do, so we're doing it on Saturday. Uh, and, you know, we talk about fitness, uh, contemporary issues a lot of the times, yep. uh, and we kind of put a red lens on it, so to speak. So, yeah, man, I'm happy to be here again. Yeah, man. I, and, and we were talking about this uh, a little bit off the air. So Womanese Volume 2 dropped on May 31st, and I had a goal that I was trying to hit. I And that was for the entire launch. I hit that goal in six hours, and then I proceeded to do a lot better than I had even anticipated. And so you know me, anytime I do well on a course launch or book launch, whatever the case may be, I reinvest in the show. And so I put in $35,000, $40,000 into Studio B. That complete that whole lease is paid. Everything is bought. Uh, I bought $4,000 uh, worth of cameras. I bought a, uh, a $7,000 computer. I spent thousands of dollars on furniture. Uh, I, I took Devin off of her job, hired her as my producer, Flew guys in, you know, put you guys up and everything, and I think that I think that's going to prove to uh, to pay big dividends for everybody involved. Well, during all of that, uh, season one of one on one with Donovan Sharp, I of course, um, be, I, I I decided to go ahead and shoot Womanies Volume Three just while I was in the thick of things. So that obviously took me away from my live streams and my 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 daily stuff didn't have enough time to shoot all of my lines for womanies volume 3 so uh the day before yesterday uh flew up to detroit um hung out with uh terrence pop and um uh, his cameraman blake who was the cameraman for womanies volume 3 uh did a show with terrence pop live from the lair that was all kinds of fun um and uh the very next day which was yesterday uh, went down, spent a couple of hours with Blake in front of the camera, got all of my lines shot and done. And uh, then we flew up out of here. And listen, man, um, <laughs> no disrespect to, I guess, Michiganians, Michiganians, but flew into Detroit, uh, went out to Warren, Michigan, you know, the the uh, the 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 Troy, the, the Troy area. Listen, man, I love Blake. I love Terrence. I don't know how these guys can live in Michigan. <laughs> listen, man, it was I dude, I swear to God. It was just, and I don't know, man, maybe it's because I haven't really, I wasn't there that long, but dude, it was just depressing. Maybe it was just, it was overcast and it just kind of seemed like it should be overcast all the time. We're driving through Detroit, which by the way, is according to the Uber driver that took us from Detroit to Warren, uh, Detroit was, it, it, it appears to be back on the mend, right? They're, they're, they're improving things downtown. They're doing this, they're doing that. They're putting all kinds of money into the city but even still like we're driving through the high through downtown detroit on the highway there's abandoned buildings everywhere it's just it, it dude honestly detroit looks almost dystopian it i mean it's just it's 
and Flint, Michigan are consistently in the top like 10 for most dangerous cities in the United States. Almost every year, man, like almost every year, Flint's up there in the top five somewhere, and then Detroit's always somewhere in the top 10. Saginaw, Flint. Right. <laughs> I remember one of our Uber drivers uh, was taking us from, from uh, the restaurant where he had uh, dinner with Terrence and Blake, and he said, yeah, man, he said, um, the only people that really live here are people who were born here, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's just, listen, again, man, listen, no shade. Listen, man, if, if, if you're from Michigan and, you know, you, you're born and raised there, like, no disrespect, man, because, I mean, like, you got to have, you got to have, you got to have patriotic pride for your state. Even Clevelanders, the, 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 the nickname of that city is the Mistake by the Lake. They know, <laughs> listen, they know Cleveland is a terrible freaking city, but guess what? They're like, you know what? It's a terrible city. But it's our terrible city. Go Browns, go Cavaliers. So they don't like they they don't they don't uh, uh, have any ill will towards people who say stay the hell away from Cleveland. I can't imagine that people in Michigan um, don't echo that same sentiment. I'm sure that there are some very lovely people that live in Michigan. Everybody treated us with with total kindness and respect. Terrence is a great guy. Blake is as solid as they come. But I could never, uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you this. Uh, listen, this is how bad it was. I would sooner live in North Carolina before I live in Michigan. Uh, dude, wow. and I, listen, I hate North Carolina. I hate North Carolina. But I would live in North Carolina before I live in Michigan. Now, if somebody really wants to twist my head, where would you rather live? Michigan or Atlanta? <laughs> hey, you, uh, listen, gun to my head. Is it Michigan or Atlanta? You want to know what the answer is? No, that's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to Detroit? You ever been to the Michigan area? No, man. No, I, I've 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 dated a bunch of girls from there that come here on vacation and stuff like that. And uh, I've I, you know I, I keep up on like uh, it, it always intrigues me to like look at the t most dangerous cities in the U.S. and it's it's hilarious how like Flint is always in the top three somewhere along with Camden, New Jersey, and then. Oh, is right over the bridge like we're in philly camden yeah. is right over the bridge yeah. dude. Anytime we go to like cherry hill or and sometimes you just want to cross the bridge and just you know spend a couple of days in new jersey it's actually it's actually quite nice over there dude we because camden is the gateway to uh south new jersey yep drive through there as fast as we we drive through mm. there as fast as we can and dude those neighborhoods are run down dude we'll take the train dude sometimes we'll take a path train we'll take the septa dude we're in a train over these neighborhoods and it's just oh my god you can't even imagine dude, I, i'll tell you this because like michigan is like really it's like bitterly cold like the whole midwest you know oh. what i mean uh and, and i'll tell you guys a funny story we'll go down memory lane real quick and we'll break this story <laughs> down so <laughs> dude yeah. the years Game is second to none, dude. I got <laughs> <laughs> the year is 2010. I'm living in Philadelphia, right? So, yeah. as you guys know, I used to row in college. And for the guys out there that are from Philly, right? We, you guys got the School River, you got Boathouse Row. And I used to ride a Penn, a Penn AC, which is a very good uh, boat club there. And uh, me and my buddy, who I was living with at the time, training with him because we, uh, in the summers, we would train and then uh, go back in season in, in the fall when we went back to college. Uh, we made a wrong turn. I think it was the Ben Franklin Bridge, man. We accidentally got on the bridge, and we were trying to go to Maniunk. <laughs> and oh, next God. thing I know, we're on the bridge, and we're like, oh, okay, yeah, I think we're getting there. And then we get off, and, like, bro, it's, like, run-down buildings. It's, like, I, I think there was a fire going on on the side. Uh, 
<laughs> there was like, you know, you're in the hood, man, when it's like a chicken spot or like like a Chinese a fast food spot. And it's like they got like bulletproof everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're, you're you need to get out of here. And I was like, bro, what are we doing? And my friend, my dude's like, you know, white dude from the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? When he's driving his little mom's BMW, I'm like, bro, we got to get out of here now. Like, you you don't belong here. <laughs> so we uh, we got out of there quick, man. But that's that's like because I had known Camden was dangerous. But then I saw I saw, I saw the sign said "Welcome to Camden." I was like, with bullet holes and stuff. I was like, bro, <laughs> we. I was like, dude, like, bro, we got to get out of here now. <laughs> so yeah, it's my little story of Camden, guys. It was it was terrifying. <laughs> Again, no disrespect to Michiganians. Yeah, no um, offense. Listen, no offense, man. Um, um, it, 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 no, 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 no disrespect. I'm just saying, man. I, I just, I just don't understand how anyone could live there. And you know what's interesting? Um, and I promise we'll get back to it. And and I just want to put a bow on this thing. I think there was a study out there, and I'm not really one to do to really put too much stock in studies or statistics, but. I think it's said that 60% of all people, all Americans live within 40 miles of where they were born and raised. Mm, yeah, like, yeah. That, you know what I mean? And that's like, and I can't even like, dude, I'm now I was born in Philadelphia, but I'm not from Philly. Most of my immediate family lives in Philadelphia or most of my distant families in Philadelphia. This is the longest I've ever lived in Philly. I was born in Philadelphia um, in uh, in in uh, in uh, August of 1977, dude. Three months later, we're off to whole, uh, we're off to uh, we're off to Georgia, right? We're off to Georgia. Then we moved down to um, then we moved down to North Carolina. Then we moved to Hawaii. Then we moved to Washington State. Then we moved to New Jersey. Then we moved back to Washington State, back to Hawaii. Then Oklahoma. Then to North Carolina again. So I just wasn't. I mean, I was not. Like, like, like I've always been transient. And even when I became an adult, I've dude, I've moved around all the time, dude. I've moved twice since I started this whole Donovan Sharp thing. I started the Donovan Sharp thing when I lived in Vegas. Then I moved to Reno. Now I'm here in Philly and I'm moving to Reno next summer. So I don't know. I think it just takes a certain, it takes a certain kind of person to be able to uproot themselves and just, and just move. And a lot of people just think it's just so scary. It's not really that scary, man. Like, it, it, listen, everybody speaks the same language. Maybe the dialect is, is is a little bit different. But if you're ever thinking about, man, I can't believe I leave her. I got to get the hell out of there. Dude, do yourself a favor, man. The world is the world is as flat as it's ever been, dude. You can go wherever you want. Facts, man. Yeah, get out of your hometown, guys. I grew up in Connecticut, but I ain't never going back. I'll tell you guys that right now, man. Like, somebody tells me, like, oh, I'm never leaving Connecticut. I'm like, bro. Oh, hell no. I, I, I ain't going back, man. So I ain't going back. Yo, shout out to John, Modern Life Dating in the chat, by the way, man. John, we love you, baby. What's up, John? You so, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, John is, um, we've been we've been doing some things. Uh, Devin said the airport in Detroit was like everything else. Close with the gates down. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm sure that there are some very, very nice people who live in Detroit. Like, I like, look, listen, my own grandmother, she lives in West Philadelphia. That's a rough neighborhood. Well, she's been, dude, she's lived in the same house for 50 something years. So she was there when it was actually good. So there's stuff going on in the hood. She has the ability to just walk right down the street and nobody bugs her because they know, oh, there's Mama Sharp. Just quit the gangbang and quit the robbing. We're not like I guess she's a made woman in that regard. And she says she's never leaving West Philly. 
night dude 90 something years old she's never leaving what listen i'm not trying to go in there and get her but it is what it is, <laughs> it is, what it is. um okay so um well so enjoyed that what, <laughs> Oh, no, I was saying, I hope the people enjoyed that little, uh, you know, thing yeah. uh, uh, intro yeah. on the United States for our foreign guys out there. <laughs> dude, it's like I felt, dude, I almost felt like I had to pop a Zoloft when I was out there. I was like, dude, why am I, why am I depressed? Why am I having suicidal ideations? Like, what's happening here? Like, I'm a happy guy. Like, what are we doing? Uh, Charles Reinhardt, $5, says, I grew up in Hartford and ain't been back since. Oh, Fan- he knows, he knows, bro. <laughs> Sargon, too, says, never going back to Mississippi. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. By the way, Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, beautiful town. I would never live there. Okay. All right. Um, oh, by the way, one one thing real quick. Uh, not one, Devin says, not one Lions jersey or sign, not even the airport or the sports bars. Right. Like they, it's almost like they've disowned the Detroit Lions out there. It was kind of mm. weird. Kind of weird. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, so, uh, so tonight we are going to discuss, um, and this is going to be a relatively short show. It's going to go about an hour or so. Uh, we're not going to uh, we're not going to go all night long because we have other things that we uh, that we have to be doing. But we are here for the people, and so there's a situation going on. There was a situation going on between Tory Lanes and Megan The Stallion. Now, I I didn't know who Tory Lanes was before today. If that makes me tone deaf, whatever. I, listen, man, all I do is work. I don't even listen to new music. I don't. I, I can't listen to rap music anymore because I can't understand half of it. And I know that makes me sound old and like a curmudgeon, but that's that's just the reality. However, this story grabbed my attention because this story perpetuates the very notion of why the notion of believe all women hurts and destroys men. Now, for those of you who aren't aware who Megan Thee Stallion is, uh, she was basically the co-star in the uh, video WAP with, uh, what's her name, Cardi B. Yes. That's not all I know about her. Um I know she used a couple of guys for a come up and now she's, I guess, a celebrity slash rapper, whatever the case may be. She doesn't really seem to be good for much of anything um, except for really shaking her booty and talking about the WAP or the wet and gushy to keep it clean for YouTube. And uh, that's about the size of it. So talk to my audience, Myron, uh, because my audience is, I mean, I've I've got some young guys who watch. No, you know, no question, but Mm -hmm. People out there who don't know who Tory Lanez is. So after you talk about who Tory Lanez is, I will then get into the story. And then we will break down this video. Yeah, yeah, man. So guys, uh, for some of you guys, I can actually share my screen real fast and show you guys, um, just so you guys can put a, a face to the name real fast. But Tory Lanez, guys, he's basically a uh, Canadian rapper, uh, very famous. You know, he's like one of these like newer school guys. And um, quite frankly, here, let me share real fast so you guys. Yeah. Can face to the name. Uh, here I've actually go. got him on the screen. I've got him on our little. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Okay. So yeah, he's a, he's he's a Canadian rapper, guys. This is him right here. He actually lives here in Miami. He he lives in the same building we're building our podcast studio in. Hilarious, right? Okay. Yeah, he lives here in Miami. He has he has a spot here. Uh, he's here all the time. He's a Canadian, born in Canada. Uh, he just released an album recently, guys. This is what I would consider like one of the newer school rappers. Uh, you know, along with Future, Drake, these guys. You know, that kind of like been in the game. The past couple years have been kind of like, uh, you know, he's basically a household uh, name in the hip hop world. But after this situation happened, you know, a bunch of rappers uh, kind of disowned him, which he's going to talk about in the, in the thing. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's very famous. Uh, one, I would say, like, you know, if you were to, to, to top, name like A-list type rappers, he's definitely one of them. 
Yeah, I would agree um, because I, you know I looked at his Q rating and and uh, and all that other good stuff. I think that um, I think it's pretty I think it's pretty obvious. Um, I guess why he has uh, the uh, the following that he does. Before I tell you guys what the situation is here, uh, let me read off uh, some super chats. Uh, quickly, uh, Josh Jericho, uh, five dollars says, "Oh man, hating on Connecticut. Love my hometown, Hartford. Listen, <laughs> I'm sure, listen, I'm sure Hartford's a great area. I've heard it's a dump. No, it's uh, terrible. I grew up in New Britain, right next door. No, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know, listen, just because Hartford's a dump doesn't mean you're a dump, right? Facts, I'm yeah. saying like, yeah, and listen, you got listen, you got to take pride in where you come from. I get it, but you got to keep it real about where you come from." That's how that goes. Uh, King Sargon, who's never, ever going back to Alabama again with the $10 Super Chat, says supporting my guys. And again, guys, we split the Super Chats right down the middle on every show. So if you support one of us, you support all of us. Cameron, Mark, who, by the way, is kicking everybody's ass in fantasy. I think the dude is like 6-0 and in the TSR Fantasy Football League. He is just creaming everybody. Uh, he is from Michigan. And he says, my grandmother would never cook Sunday dinner when the Lions lost. And I went a lot of Sundays getting fast food. <laughs> <laughs> only, listen, the Detroit Lions only claim to fame at this point is that they play every Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. They might actually, they need to give that taken away from them because they are, they are very, very bad. Uh, on Eric, $20 says, keep doing great content, guys. All the best. Um, by the way, uh, Devin says, isn't like 70% of Hartford addicted to opioids? Is that is that true? Yeah, there's, there's I don't know if it's that high, but th there's definitely a, a drug problem there. It's it's a, it's a very like people think Connecticut is all sweet, man. Like, no, like central Connecticut is actually very dangerous. And, uh, you know, Hartford, New Haven, Bridgeport. Uh, yeah, just don't go there, guys. Don't go there. Uh, so if you Yale, the Yale campus, uh, I wouldn't I would leave New Haven. Like I would get out of there. Sorry, go ahead. Interesting. Durham, North Carolina uh, used to be a very, very bad area. And now it's all been sort of gentrified. And back in the day, um, they used to call. Now, Duke University is in North Carolina, is in Durham. And mm -hmm. so if you went to Duke, you know, they wouldn't. It's almost like Duke was like another state. It's almost mm -hmm. like yep. another that's uh, that's kind of how uh, that's kind of how that goes. Uh, Cameron, uh, for the record, says uh, uh, clearing his grandmother's name. Says uh, Thanksgiving was the one exception. <laughs> uh, King Sargon the second says Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana off limits. Yes, I made this declaration years ago. I will never ever live anywhere east of the Mississippi and south of the Mason-Dixon line ever, ever again. West side till I die. I left, dude. I left the West Coast. I've been trying to get back ever since. I will have been here for what I get. I got here in seventeen. I've been here for three years. I will have been here for three and a half years when we move to Nevada next year. And I'm staying on the West Coast. The West Coast. Listen, man, I'm sure that some people hate the West Coast. I'm sure that there are some people who were born and raised in Reno that says Reno's a dump. I get it. But listen, man, Reno is a fantastic place to live and plant your flag. That's the West Coast is just for me. That, that's just how that goes. Nevada is a good state, man. No state income tax. I'm, I'm always down with that. Dude, you know? Outdoor activities for days. It rains like once every five years. It's it's. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Okay, so what we're going to do now is we are going to talk about uh, the situation between Megan the Stallion and Tori Lanez.
And, and real quick with with Meg Stallion, just to let the guys know, she is another one of these female rappers that adopted what I call the Little Kim strategy, which is yeah. talking openly, you know, about promiscuity, et cetera, et cetera, get the shock value, sell some records. Uh, you know, little little Kim did this almost 20 years ago, and then uh, Nicki Minaj followed suit, and then now Cardi B, and then Meg Thee Stallion, along with you know with their hit song uh, "WAP," which we will not say on the air what that stands for, but use your imagination. Guys. Listen, what 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 the kids today don't realize is that, and listen, I'm gonna sound old, but there's nothing new under the sun, guys. Kids, lady, listen, Madonna was Lady Gaga 30 years ago. Max. Everybody, dude, Lady Gaga in the meat suit. No, Madonna was doing that back in the eighties, right? Um, who and 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 it's just like you said, um, uh, Cardi B, Megan The Stallion, Lil Kim was Cardi B and Megan The Stallion 20, 25, 30 years ago. Like mm -hmm. this is this is this is just how it is. By the way, three hundred five writer, aka Miami J, one of the original TSROGs. And by the way, Myron, I got to put you in contact with Miami J and Kyle. Cool. Because I'm told they literally like live in your bathroom and you don't even know it. Like you guys oh, are. I didn't, I didn't know. No. Yeah. You guys are. You guys are very, very close. Uh, he says uh, you can't count Miami as that part of the South. 100% correct. Uh, listen, when you think about the South in Florida is just North Florida. You're still in the South. You get down to Tampa on South Miami. It's like another country down there. Right. So the whole, you know, listen, Miami, you know, that area, South Florida is really not a part of Florida. It's sort of a cross between the United States and Cuba. So, <laughs> he is, he is, South he is, America. Yes, yeah, South America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah like, people but, just, and yeah, it's like, like, man, if your Uber driver speaks English in Miami, like you're, you're lucky. <laughs> absolutely. And Devin, who is from Fort Lauderdale, that area says Florida has its own set of problems. Dude, Florida has every set of problems. Um, so I guess this is sort of a uh, combo show. Um, oh, wow. Chris Von Eric taking it way back with DeBrat. Yo, do you remember? You can't remember DeBrat. No, I, remember, I know. I, I remember her. She wasn't like, she wasn't like super, like, she uh, didn't make a, like, she didn't take the little Kim. Like, I remember little Kim, like, was the first one to really, like, set the uh, word as a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Little Kim was. She was out there, but uh, she was successful. Uh, she, I remember. I'll never forget. She had that. Um, I think it was either the source, one of these hip hop magazines. She did a a, a a photo shoot with her legs wide open, and that like caused crazy controversy. That was the beginning. Yep, and it got her paid. Uh, DC Johnson says, "Shout out to Myron Gaines. He's from Meridian, Connecticut. Moved to Charlotte. I may not stay in North Carolina more than five years, but I will not move back to Connecticut at all. Next destination: Phoenix, Arizona. Great city, man. That's, that's like if you want hot girls, man. Woo." Like uh, under dude, I was actually surprised. Like being in Miami, I'm very picky. Like now, like when I go to other places, I'm like, oh, disgusting. Phoenix, I was actually very like, wow. I was like, the girls here can keep up with these Miami chicks. Check so. this out, dude. Uh, before Devin and I flew out to Hawaii, and by the way, Devin and I were supposed to go to Hawaii this week, uh, but the, the 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 beer bug situation out there is kind of fluid. They're not letting people in restaurants and this and that and the other. We didn't want to get to the island to be quarantined for two weeks, so we landed in uh, Phoenix. Uh, before we went to the island, we spent the night, met up with a with a college buddy of mine. Dude, there were dude, there were smoke shows everywhere. Yeah, it's just it was it was unbelievable. So yeah, yeah, yeah. ASU, absolutely, absolutely. Also, not that expensive to live there too, man. Oh, it's no, like for a single guy, a very I I I think if you're a single guy and you 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 know you should be in Phoenix or Miami, one of the two. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so uh, here's what we're talking about. So uh, Canadian rapper, and I'm reading this from CNN. Canadian rapper and singer Tory Lanez was charged with the Thursday um, projectiling of Megan the Stallion. 
Uh, Los Angeles County prosecutor says Lanes, whose legal name is Daystar Peterson. I did not know they had hood rats up in Canada. <laughs> Is facing one count of assault with a sem, uh, with an S A, uh, very very hot and fiery arm, uh, and one count of carrying a packed, uh, hidden, hot arm in a vehicle. <laughs> the L A County District Attorney Office said in a statement, Lanes Lanez, then twenty seven, was riding in a S U V. Who wrote this? See, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Writing an ASUV. I'm going to try not to show the headline because I want to keep it. S there it is. Sarah Moon, CNN. Of course. Moon, of, listen, of course it's a woman, right? <laughs> ASUV. Who can tell me what the correct... And listen, I'm, listen. yes, I'm going to harp on this. I'm going to harp on this. You want to be a high-value man or high-value woman, you have to have a decent command of the, of the English language. Right. It's supposed to be writing in NSUV. In Hollywood Hills on January 12th, when he got into an argument with the with a 25-year-old woman, prosecutor said in the statement, he is accused of uh, project uh, 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 throwing a projectile very quickly in the direction of her feet. Several times when she exited the car and wounding her, the statement said, Megan the Stallion, whose real name is Megan Jovan Ruth Pete, is identified as Megan P in the criminal complaint complaint. CNN has reached out to representatives for Lanes and Megan Lee Stallion for comment. In August, the, quote, Savage Star, I don't know who Savage is, publicly accused Lanes of projectiling her very quickly in the feet. <laughs> a July indictment during an Instagram Live on her verified account. She also posted a graphic photo of her wound, which she later deleted. It's interesting. She had talked on social media about the super scary shooting and thanked her fans for, her, for their support, but initially didn't named the... Didn't named the per. Hold up. Who is this again? Sarah. Well, hold on. What's her name? Sarah something. I think it Sarah was. Moon. Sarah Moon should not be writing for CNN. And for CNN too. This is like. Like, <laughs> like, like, no, no, seriously. Like, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? This is that, that chick is definitely stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Sarah, like, like baby, you, 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 you got to tighten up. Um, okay. All right. Whatever. She had talked about it. She talked on social media and thanked her fans for their support, but initially didn't name the person. She says very quickly projectiled her. An arraignment for Lanes is scheduled for October 13th. If convicted on both charges, Lanes could face a maximum sentence of 22 years and eight months in state prison. So, Myron, give me your initial thoughts on the indictment and the implications in terms of maybe his citizenship because he is a i think he's a dual citizen what are the implications there yeah man i mean it's just dangerous i, I mean these are very serious allegations yeah. uh, you know quite frankly for for those you know that might not be living in the united states these are felonies which means uh he's definitely good that you know if convicted he can spend a lot of time in jail significant amount of time he's in california which has very strict um projectile laws so to speak guys you know what i'm saying um, and on top of that, he's he's a foreign national, guys. Uh, so if he's convicted of any of this stuff, he's getting deported. <laughs> like, that's a fact. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they will definitely remove him to make a statement. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because because there's no way that, like, you know, they're removing other illegal aliens and they're not going to remove a celebrity. They're going to definitely remove him to show a point. You know what I'm saying? So 
uh, and he wouldn't be able to come to the United States. And uh, granted, he's, he's, he's a rapper, guys. So a significant amount of his earnings, a lot of these rappers, guys, it's, to break it down for you, they make a lot of their money from touring, from doing shows. That's how they make a majority of their money. Record sales, iTunes, all that stuff, like, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, residual income, but their real money is made from shows, guys. So um, him not being able to tour in the United States is absolutely going to destroy his pockets because the market for hip-hop music in Canada isn't the same as it is here in the United States. And I know for a fact, he lives here in Miami, right down the street. You can actually see the building behind me. So, wow. um, yeah, yeah, he 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 lives here. He's raised. Uh, we, we might run into him when we're doing our podcast, actually. But uh, but yeah, man, th- 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 these are very serious allegations, guys. Listen, I don't want to make this racial or open up a can of worms, but he's Canadian, but he's black. So, what if you substitute Tory Lane's name for I don't know Justin Bieber, like <laughs> Justin Bieber, Robin Thicke? Right. I, like, are any of those guys? I mean, listen, I, listen, I'm not saying I'm just saying. All right, let's move on. I don't want to turn this. would have got a little bit more wiggle room for sure, man. Being being a rapper and African-American definitely doesn't help the case. Like he's definitely going to be considered. Look, Myron didn't even say I'm not an ugly. He just went there. Listen, man, you're after you're black and you a rapper. <laughs> you ain't getting the benefit of the doubt, baby, unfortunately. <laughs> wow. OK, well, listen, there, uh, there, there you heard. Uh, racist Myron Gaines uh, <laughs> gives his take on what he thinks of African-American rappers from Canada. Um, <laughs> He's going to hold the L on that one, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they heard that news article. They were like, nah, put him in jail. <laughs> Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, he's what? Okay. Uh, he's, he's black. Toy, toy. Yeah. Let, let's go ahead and arrest him. Mike <laughs> With the $100 super chat. He always Thank super. Mike. Thank you. Thank you. He says, I grew up in the liberal dump of South Dallas. I moved away first chance I could. I only moved back to Texas when my mother passed away and my father started to have health issues. When people trash Dallas, I never get offended because I know they are right. That is, and you know, it's interesting. Only men seem to really understand that, right? Um, Dustin Pedroia. Nobody knows who Dustin Pedroia is, but I will tell you who Dustin Pedroia is. Second baseman for the Boston Red Sox, won the MVP back in 20, 2015. Scrappy guy, um, won a World Series, I think maybe two with the Boston Red Sox. I think he's originally from like Bakersfield, California. It might have been Fresno or, or, or uh, um, you know, but he called his city a dump and his city jumped on him for it. And you know what he told his people? Listen, man, don't, don't front like you guys don't know this is true. Um, Ken Rose, $5. Says, oh, goodness, Fort Lauderdale got really bad. Homelessness out of control as bad as Miami now. Even in good cities, even in really, really nice cities, you are going to have a high um, a high homeless population. Dude, there are homeless people. As a matter of fact, I think there are probably just as many homeless people in Vegas as there are with people with roofs over their head. You guys want to see, listen, you guys want to see a homeless, a homelessness epidemic? Go to the 702. Yo, you got home, you got homeless people all over the place. Like that's the reason why casinos have security because these homeless people try to come in there and pretend like they're playing the slots. Um, let's uh anyway. Um, so so Tory Lanes um has been uh indicted. And um before we get started, do you think do you think these charges are gonna stick? He's got money, you know. The the the, the details are kind of fuzzy. I don't think he should have been charged in the first place, but what 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 what's your what are your spidey senses telling you on the outcome of this? Well, quite frankly, it's CNN, so we already know. 
you are fake news. So I think he's definitely going to beat it, man. Uh, you know, he has the money. He has a legal team to beat it. Uh, he just made a statement, uh, as we know, which we'll talk about here in a second. He just came out and made a statement, which under normal pretenses, if you were truly uh, if they had a case against you, your lawyer would tell you, do not say a word. You're not making no public comments. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a guy like him obviously can afford the best legal team. And if he's making comments like this, the the the, the lawyers are, are pretty much probably already angling to, to get this thing reduced to some kind of misdemeanor so that he doesn't have to face any real consequences. Because you guys got to understand, as, as a foreign national, uh, if you're convicted of a felony, they're going to ice is coming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to get deported. Yep. So they're probably going to fight this down to, to a misdemeanor and uh he'll be good so uh, the the fact that he's making a statement like this uh it, it tells me he probably his legal team probably told him man you're good unless like his legal team is is wild but guys like on his caliber can get the best guys uh tosh said on the sharp stream side says i heard hawaii has a lot of homeless people um i wouldn't know because both times i lived there i was a kid on military bases um i actually know people um who live in hawaii uh right now so i don't know i might uh, i might reach out I might reach out to them. Someone just said something interesting in the chat, and I think this is sort of the underlying situation here. True Gino says, and Megan V. Stallion is not a credible individual. Thanks. And he would be right, unless, of course, you are making an accusation against a man, okay? And that's where the rubber meets the road. Megan V. Stallion accused this dude of assaulting her with a weapon that projects um, metal projectiles very very fast and they literally just took her word and indicted this dude right so what we're about to do what we're about to do is we are about to watch a video of him finally being able to speak out on this and uh, we will comment as we go along here we go Tory Lanez breaks his silence and tells his side of the story in the Megan Thee Stallion incident do I help her or do I say, speak up and say, yo, don't talk about her, whatever the case is. Or, but if I do that, then it's like I'm coming off like I'm guilty. And then if I say something about uh, having remorse, like I would like to, or saying something about certain things, it's like I come off like I'm guilty of something that I didn't do. So I had to be quiet on certain places. Now, I need y'all to really take this in and, and understand like how this works at this point. When all this starts happening, LA Times, okay, this is a, this is, this is put, this is put. Yes, Caudenicus uh, puts it very, very succinctly. says, lead projectile unit. Okay, there we go. Put in public information. L.A. Times puts out an article. <laughs> and in the article, they say, um, you know, this is the initial uh, report. Two sources close to the investigation say that she, had, she got cut by glass. And she said that she got cut by glass. Okay, let's stop it right there. So two, two people said she got cut by glass. Megan also said. She got cut by glass, but he was still charged with um, with uh, discharging a lead projectile unit at a very high speed at her feet. So I just don't understand why this happened. I, I, I mean, I just I don't get it, dude. I really don't, man. And listen, man, we know white girls can just point the finger and end anybody's life. Right now, we got black women doing the same thing, dude. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just dangerous. And, and you know, uh, for the guys that are watching, stick stick to the to the end, and we're gonna give you guys like kind of the the full reality, yep. the full. We're gonna bring this full circle for you guys, but we're showing you guys this for a reason. Um, but th this is just like ridiculous stuff, you know. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, the fact that like let's let's peel back the layers. The fact that he's making a statement 
during an open criminal case right now on the air. Yes. Right? And he hasn't made a, he hasn't made a comment for, for months, guys. Tells you already that his legal team is probably looking at their chops like, yeah, go ahead, man. Discredit this chicks. We we got this, man. You you, you ain't. We already worked out a deal with the prosecutor. And, and let's keep let's keep it one thousand. The Los Angeles uh, District Attorney's Office does not win a lot of cases, guys. I'll tell you that right now. They take a lot of L's. Yep, so, um, you know, if it was the feds, that'd be that another whole. That'd be another problem. Tory would have some issues. But um, but the fact that it's um. It, it, LA a DA's office that he, yeah they're, they're pretty confident he, he knows he's going to beat this for him to make a statement openly like this on the air during a criminal case is very telling it tells us that it is far more likely than not that he is probably going to be I don't even think he gets acquitted I think the charges get dropped I don't yeah, think, I think too. courtroom to be honest with you let's continue so then it's like people see that okay hold on she's saying they're saying on the initial police report with officer santiago whatever his name is you can go look this up this is on la times that's when it gets to this point where it says okay yo um um there's they reported no fire wound in her foot they just reported a woman with a foot injury so so you got to understand like this is what's in their initial police report all the instagram the other this is just what's in the police report and oh, by the way, this video was actually edited in such a way that keeps it clean for YouTube. So not only does he use the alternative word for, um, I guess, super soaker, as somebody said, um, he doesn't like all of the bad words are edited, even the N word. So now it's on us to keep it clean. Tory Lanez is keeping it clean, right? Tory Lanez. Uh, Tricky Trini asks a very, very good question. Says, but what happens to his career? <sighs> this is a very good question because you remember, question. this is a good question because you remember the Chris Brown Rihanna situation, right? Chris Brown, oh boy, how can I keep this clean? Chris uh, Chris Brown very aggressively touched the face of Rihanna, and Rihanna posted pictures. It was very very clear that Chris Brown had done bad things to Rihanna. And I even remember thinking at the time it happened, dude, this is it. Like, yeah. Brown is done. Guess, I remember. guess what? Six months later, dude, Chris Brown is out here still making records. And at, and, and here's, the th here's another thing. Got back with Rihanna. And Chris Brown's career is far from over. But it's a, it's a different day and time. Right. That was at the dawn of this whole believe all women and and and, and, yeah. and guilty. Chris Brown was guilty, Myron. Chris Brown was 100 percent guilty. Now, yep. let's not pretend that Rihanna was making pancakes in uh, in an apron at, doing her best June Cleaver impersonation. When uh, Chris a lot of stuff came out showing that she she started it, man. Like there she was go. doing some, you know, I mean, she's I'm not going to go into what she exactly did, but there was definitely a lot of uh, stuff going on uh, that, that that she actually started the altercation. But. With, with this Tory Lanez thing, I th I think he's gonna recover. No, pr I, I like the, unfortunately for for, for rappers, uh, <laughs> getting charged criminally actually enhances your career. <laughs> it's a few careers where uh, you know you can you you can actually enhance your career by getting in trouble. And I do want to say this real quick, guys. Don't forget to like this video, guys. Subscribe to Donovan's channel, man. Because this kind of content needs to get out there for young men, older men, etc., so they can learn the climate. So help us get pushed in the algorithm on my YouTube channel, Unplug Lifestyle. Obviously, subscribe to Donovan and like this video, guys. And uh, we got how many? Well, 800? 
900 guys uh, uh, watching the video live, man. Please like the video, guys. Like and, the video, guys. Yeah. Um, this is a very good comment. Um, uh, I just saw it. Just saw it. Hold on. Sorry about that. Oh, I'm usually up. Oh, here we go. The Neg One says his career will blow up as long as he doesn't apologize for anything. I would strongly agree with that. Uh, you also make a very good point. Um, Tory Lanez is a rapper. He is not. It, listen, if this happens to Garth Brooks or if this happens to, um, I don't know, a country music singer, maybe Darius Rucker. Um, I don't think I, I, it would be very, very hard to get over that. Right. Problem. Huge problem. Michael Woods cheated on his wife and he ain't been the same since like the world turned their back on him. But when you're talking about rappers, this is more or less on brand, so to speak. Yep. And I think that's, you know, it is what it is. I, I think that that's, um, uh, I think that, uh, so anyway, anyway, um, let us continue uh, with the breakdown. Here we go. So you got to understand, like, I'm getting to a point where I'm like, wow, that's, I'm looking at this and I'm like, wow, like at the end of the day, like uh, maybe some people might see this, maybe some people might not. It gets to academics, it gets to, um, it gets to, um, it gets to, um, Academics, it gets to Hollywood unlocked, it gets to certain certain places, right? She comes out with this tweet that says, Keep talking and I'm gonna stop sparing you. Uh oh. It's like my love. I have not been on the internet for three months. I have not been on the internet for three months. And then 30 minutes later, she just goes on live and it's like, it's like me telling you, yo, keep talking, my man, and I'm gonna slap you. And then I just slap you. It's like, you didn't do anything for me to slap you, I just slapped you. So it's like, not that he's speaking from personal experience or anything. Who was talking to? Who are you saying to keep talking to? I don't understand. Whatever. It gets past this point. Just saying. It gets past this point and it gets to a place where now she says, I'm going to stop sparing you whatever in case she gets on live. Now, because it got on. And Myra, listen, if you want me to stop the video, if you want to make a point, just tell me to stop the video. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this is this is, this is is great. Uh, you yeah. guys, keep listening. Oh, well, quick thing, since you haven't stopped anyway. Uh, yeah. Another thing about Tory Lanez, guys, he's huge on Instagram. Like, he does a lot of uh, Instagram lives, and he'll pull in, like, hundreds of thousands of live viewers, and he'll do, like, a show with other rappers, whatever it may be. So that's what he's talking about. He's like, oh, she's going to go on live. She's basically using a platform that he uses all the time to make a statement about him, which is, like, kind of, you know what I'm saying, like, pseudo- talking smack because Tory Lanez is kind of like one of the most popping rappers on Instagram. Uh, Tricky Trini says, I'm mad we have to play YouTube charades in 2020. Actually, I'm not. I think it's actually, listen, I used to be mad too, but I think it's quite fun to be creative with the way we talk about things. Yeah. If if not for YouTube's strict algorithms, we wouldn't have terms like monkey double backflips from <laughs> Adams, right? Like that's freaking hilarious. Um, what else has he said? You know, 49ers buzzer beaters i of course made a banana gobblers eggplant enthusiasts for women who prefer eggplants to bananas and things of that nature so yeah listen i think it adds a little bit of flair to it and what's great is that people aren't stupid when people and i i, I like sort of extending that uh tory lanes was accused of 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 hurling a pro, using an instrument to hurl a metal projectile in the direction of Megan the Stallion's feet at a very high rate of speed. Yeah. Like, I think it's fun. To, I think it's fun to do that stuff. Not at first, but you know, it, it kind of makes it fun. So I, I, I understand what you're saying there. Um, Tosh Sid on the Sharpstream side says, that's why people largely don't have a problem with Chris Brown. Only the Karens remember what happened and still talk about it. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. And a lot of people know the truth that like, like 
Rihanna instigated that, man. Like, real talk. If you look at all the stuff, like, you you could read the, the, the criminal documents, like, the complaint, and it was like, she 1,000% started it, man. So, yeah. I'm not saying he should have done that, but... You know, you know, women got to understand that not all guys are going to are going to just take it. You know, what I'm saying it's an unfortunate reality. It's a lot like some guys will actually, you know, retaliate. So. OK, new game, new game. So Clue just put in says, I say 91 Divock. <laughs> That's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant because of 91 Divock. We are now under quarantine, right? <laughs> so, new game, new game. Um, any YouTube buzzword that would get me kicked off YouTube, I want to, I, I need to see, I need to see, I, I, I want suggestions and listen, I'll use these suggestions in, in the language. We need to come up with a glossary, so to speak of words that would normally get you kicked off YouTube or get you banned or, or get you slid down in the algorithm. I need them used in such a way that keeps it relevant because I'm looking at the video now. As of right now, oh man, they finally gave me the yellow dollar sign. So what I'm gonna do? No problem. I'm gonna re I'm gonna request a review while I'm here on YouTube, and who knows? Maybe by the end of the video, maybe by the by the end of the video, it will be monetized. Probably won't be until tomorrow morning. Myron and I, I think, have a three video monetization streak because we're very very good. At keeping things very very friendly so uh 91 divac so far that's hilarious about that is absolutely effing hilarious okay let's continue like the video guys please help us in the algorithm like the video academics that there was no fire wound on the initial report and shout out to this guy for editing all of the words out this is great everyone starts going to her page again she starts reacting to certain things now i'm gonna say one thing I'm not getting mad at her or whatever it is because. Tori, Tori, bam. <laughs> now, and, and again, listen, man, Tori has to play the game, right? Facts, yep. Listen, even though he's probably going to be found not guilty in a court of law, he wants to be found not guilty in the court of public opinion. Facts. Now he has to come on and say, I'm not mad at Megan the Stallion for lying to the cops and getting me accused of. Uh, 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 slinging a projectile at a very high speed made of lead at her feet multiple times, getting me indicted and possibly uh, 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 deported. No, I'm not mad at all. He has to say that. Do you think he's doing this on purpose or is this really how he feels? He he has an excellent, excellent publicist, man. Uh, okay. Like they, they've probably strategized this for a few months because for the guys out there that are li listening, th this is the first time he's spoken about this for months, guys. This This incident occurred back in the summertime man you know what i'm saying yeah. like yep. so so he he's probably been strategizing this with his with his with his legal team his publicists etc and they're like listen tori we're probably going to get this stricken out you're going to get you know maybe a slap on the wrist uh, you know some like some kind of disorderly and uh you need to get ahead of this right now and and uh make it look like you're not mad at, at her uh that you don't have any issues with uh the opposite gender etc and um make a video about it and th that's what he's doing you know what i'm saying he's selling his side and this was probably a perfectly orchestrated uh publicist move uh between him and his legal team so i'm, I'm not surprised you know he, he probably sees he's going to take the w and now he wants to get the female audience as well because quite frankly i tell you guys this right now man a lot of women listen to rap man as a matter of fact if i see a girl and she listens to uh <laughs> pop smoke or tory lanes i already know 
she belongs to the streets. So he wants to he wants to definitely get that audience back, man, because a large majority, a large portion of uh, rap uh, rap music con- consumers are actually women. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I'm, this is a good business move. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, got a few more uh, 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 nominations here. The Neg One says he showered her feet with Super Soaker studs. I like it. <laughs> uh, True Chino says sling the lead equals projectile. He slung lead at her feet. So instead of saying that, you say he slung lead at her feet. I love it. Here's another one. Clue says disagreeable intercourse is the R word. I would actually go. Listen, I would actually go with something a little, a little less soft, a little more soft than that. I would go with like disagreeable intimacy, right? Disagreeable intimacy is the R word. Uh, ah, King Sargon says instead of the, um, the gorilla tree thing, call it the Tarzan swing. I like that. I like that because YouTube is now aware of the crimson capsule vernacular. So when they hear things like what King Sargon said, kind of have to keep moving things over. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, let me read a couple of super chats here. Um, Clue with the five dollars super chat says thanks, DS. Of course, me giving you guys for the support. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, Rashad Jones five dollars says I've been taking a lot of smoke uh, from black women, Sims and Betas for exercising common sense and waiting for the facts. I live in Houston. By the way, listen, yeah, listen. That that's just how that is. Right, like that's 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 just how this is. By the way, I think you said that. Um, oh, this is a better one. This is a better one. The neg one disagreeable entanglement is the R word. I like that. Yes, he entangled her disagreeably. I like that. That's very very good. Dude, the YouTube algorithm is gonna be like, what he? Oh, whatever. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. green dollar sign. <laughs> yeah, it's probably German green dollar sign. Here we go. I like it. Uh, keep him coming. Um, all right, let us continue. I understand that she is dealing with a lot. Like when it comes down to you gotta understand, she lost both of her parents, and I do sympathize with that. I- See, here's the problem. Right, and 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 we know Tory Lanez doesn't mean any of this. But what he is doing is he is trying to convince us that the reason he isn't upset with Megan the Stallion for getting him indicted on these serious charges is because she's going through a lot. She lost both of her parents and this and that and the other. Do you think? Do you think Megan the Stallion thought about what you had gone through when she made that accusation? See, this is the problem with men, right? And this is not a this is actually not a problem with men. Women take advantage of our of of a man's natural protective instinct over women. It is in, it is in our biological hard drive to want to protect women. And a lot of soon to be ex-husbands fall into this trap. Well, okay, so she slept with the, you know, with 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 a personal trainer and 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 had a let me see, and had a lar and and had a multi-person uh thumping with a bunch of guys at work at the Christmas party, but listen, she's been through a lot. She was abused as a child. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and let her have the house and kids, right? Yeah. But she doesn't think about the fact that he grew up in the Catholic Church and was um messed with as a kid by his religious leader. She doesn't think about that stuff when she's doing him wrong. So guys, if you haven't heard anything we've said tonight, you need to understand this. Women don't care about what you've been through no matter how much you care about what they've been through, okay? Listen, there there's some women out here that have gone through some 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 terrible things. But men have too, right? 
And when men try to say, well, the reason she did this is X, Y, Z, let me go easy on her. Women never, ever do that with men. What are your thoughts? Yeah, man. Uh, we talked about this earlier today uh, with uh, on Rule Zero. Uh, shout out to Rolo. And, and you know, basically I was so, I, I spoke, me and him spoke about uh, how a lot of guys have this thing where I was talking about how chivalry is dead and that guys need to adopt a little bit more of a expendable mentality when it comes to dealing with the opposite gender because women do that when they're dating. And I simply put, um, men believe when they date women, they got to do what's right. And women, on the other hand, do what's right for them. This is why they flake on you. This is why they don't show up on dates. This is why they don't text you back, etc. It's that women treat men as expendable commodities. It's just that they don't overtly say it. They just display it, which is actually more, <laughs> more important when they display it, guys. So I always tell guys, you need to date like women do. And what I mean by that is you need to get out there and date a lot of chicks. You need to also flake. You need to also not respond. You need to basically give them a dose of their own medicine so that they're actually going to respect you. Because the thing is, is that if you're a guy and you flake on a chick or you like leave her on scene or whatever, it's actually very unique because most guys don't do that to women. So she's already going to know, wow, this guy has other options. And thus what happens? Attraction goes up because we, as we always discuss um, unfortunately, guys, one of the biggest attraction triggers for women is pre-selection. So you we need a cosign. And one of the most honest cosigns of you having other women besides having a beautiful one next to you is not taking them serious and or making them expendable, flaking on them, etc. And that actually increases your own SMV because women are usually the ones that reserve the right to decline men. So when a man does it, there's no higher demonstration of value than turning down women and kicking them to the curb and giving them a dose of their own medicine. So guys... You need to stop with being a nice guy and the chivalry because it's going to set you up to fail and you will get exploited like just right now what you're seeing in front of you. You know what I mean? Listen, if you display chivalry on any level, you will be punished. But then if you display toxic masculinity, it's interesting how you don't. <laughs> uh, King Life, $10, says she wanted him to sling the meat, but he slang the lead. You actually mentioned to me off the air that he was smashing one of her friends. Yeah. This might have something to do with it. Yes, and I want to give credit to our man Solo TV 84 guys. I'm gonna do this. Because no one ever gives Solo TV 84 credit, man. Uh, he talked about this on his stuff. Guys, go uh, sub to his channel. He's a uh, member of the pa uh, Seven Panel. Uh, he actually found out through sources that um, Tori was, you know, getting with one of. Uh, Meg's friends, guys. So uh, I got to give solo credit on that one. Shout out to him. Go sub to. But yeah, guys, this also plays into it as well. So now you guys see there's also a love triangle involved here. There you go. And that is usually the genesis for stuff. Genesis for stuff like this. Let's continue. I lost my mother. And when I when I lost my mother, I realized when you lose a parent, you could be highly susceptible to people around you that are that are giving you parental guidance or things that feel like parental guidance to believing that it is parental guidance and you go with it that's happened to me I've, I've been at that place where i've listened to a lot of people that led me down the wrong road because it felt like parental guidance that i should have been getting from my mother or my father that at that time wasn't around or whatever the case is so so now it gets to this point now whatever the case is boom she she she, she comes out and she goes listen you guys and you know all this extra just keep talking about me and i'm not about I'm, I'm over here watching this like yo what did i say i didn't say nothing i said nothing to you but it's nothing just keep talking about me bro and so you know what now we just gonna do it this tory bro this shot me he shot me. she gets into it she gets into it she gets into it she gets into it this shot me.
You see how mad he is now, right? Yep, yep. He can't hide it. He can't hide it. You know what I'm saying? He's he's doing his best to put his best face forward to make it look like, you know, this isn't like a man's woman anger type thing, but he, he can't hide it, man. Like this woman is literally coming for his career's neck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Breaking down the story. And I want y'all to pay close attention to how she breaks down the story. Okay? Really pay close attention. She breaks down the story and she says, yo, I'm arguing. I'm in the car. I'm arguing with this. I'm tired of arguing with this. We get into a heated argument. I'm tired of arguing with this guy. Get out the car. This get out the car, out the car, and he starts shooting me. For no reason, he starts shooting me. See that? So boom, then the cops pull us over and da da da. Hold on. Let's take let's take the first facts back to what she just said. So you mean to tell me that you're in a car with a person and this person is arguing with you? This person has gotten you to a place of like. Yo, I don't even want to be around you. Like, I'm above this. I'm out of here. You get out of the car because the heated argument is so heated. And then this person gets out and you in both of your feet. And you jump back in the car. <laughs> See? So, 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 so what he is doing here is he is playing to the common sense of the general public. He yep. literally just broke it down. Literally just broke it down. Why, why would you jump? Oh, wait, go ahead. No, 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 I was just going to say, like, yeah, guys, like, th this this right here is, like, where he kind of pretty much, and this is a guy that's, like, you know, he's a, he's using common sense, you know what I mean, for the public, for the general public, and, like, anyone with a logical mind would be like, mm, well, you know what, yeah, I mean, if she was in danger, oh, she could back in the court now, blah, blah, blah. so it's, right. like, you know, it, it's uh, it's it's hilarious that he's breaking it down like this. And this is why I'm sure his legal team is so confident because they've already done this months ago. <laughs> they've already destroyed this story months ago. So they're like, all right, cool, we'll talk about it, you know. So, so go ahead. Sorry. We have another nomination here. Um, so uh, Clue says sword fight equals a switch hitter. Uh, says that's an old school term. I actually one up them. I said let's go with sword swallower. There you go. Sword, yep. I think sword swallower is probably. Uh, a more apt comparison. Let's continue. Back in the car with a dangerous man who just did a dangerous crime to you, who did this criminal intent to you, and all this, all this. Wh why? Why are you? Why would you jump back in the car? Because she's lying. Facts. Well, yo, then the police pull us over, and I see. You know, what I'm saying, I, I'm. We're, we're all black in the car. There's a black in the car, so I don't even want to. I don't even want to be like. Over a thousand people watching. Let's hit the like, guys. You know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody to get in more trouble. And I'm trying to protect this man. I'm trying to protect this man because at the end of the day, it's getting shot right here. She then throws the black card at me. Uh -oh. I'm trying to protect this black man. Uh oh. My love, nobody ever reported that you got shot but you. So why are you? How are you trying to protect me? Right. At what point were you trying to protect me? Woo. Bro, he's not mad at Megan the Stallion. Dude, right. seriously, he just like. <laughs> whole bunch of logic right there coming in and this is why he's so this is guys let's i, I really want to stress this out he is talking <laughs> about an open case that's going on in california that has some of the strictest um lead projectile laws <laughs> in the united states and he's a foreign national as a celebrity there is so much at stake here guys and he's talking about this before the, the case is adjudicated this tells me that his legal team has already dissected and destroyed yep. her side of the story. Because I want to say this real quick. I mean, for anybody here that lives in the yep. West, in a common law country, you guys know uh, it, 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 with common law, a lot of the time, uh, 
you know, a crime is committed, right? And then there's a statement taken from witnesses, defendants, etc., right? And a lot of the time when there is a, uh, a crime, a witness testimony is critical. And one of the things that's uh, most critical to witness testimony are two things. Number one, credibility, and then a consistent story, right? That has some kind of, uh, that has a, a logical output. So what he's telling you guys now is a, how do I say this? A watered down version of what his lawyers have probably already figured out months ago, which allows him to be able to come on camera like this and talk about an open case, which normally you would never do. Like if we went back 20 years ago, OJ was not saying a word during the middle. OJ wasn't saying. (laughs) OJ was like, yo, (laughs) you couldn't listen. Even after, how can I put this? Um, even after, um, uh, before he was even charged, you couldn't get a word out of OJ, man. They told him, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And we uh, always end up talking about OJ somehow. But yeah, guys, like this right here is like that little tidbit right there. If you guys listen close, he just broke it down pretty much. And I'm sure there's more inconsistent facts in the case that that uh, has him this confident to be talking on <laughs> on open camera about this. But uh, But yeah, that's my little thing on it. Okay, very good. Um, Red Pill Mike, $5, says, I lost my mother and I cannot relate to anything he said about looking for anyone to fill that role and being naive toward bad advice, excuses. Um, listen, man, um, I I agree with that somewhat, but what Tori just said is correct. When you lose your parents, you are looking for something or someone to fill that void depending upon what was left. If Let's say you were raised by a strong father and he dies when you're 20 years old. Well, at that point, you have just about everything you need from your father, so you're not really going to look to to fill that void. Um, I think Tory Lanez probably had he probably didn't have a uh, a solid family structure, right? So that's probably what causes people. And dude, listen, every situation is different. So while I agree with Red Pill Mike, I think we have to understand that we don't know what his family situation was like. Uh, listen, we know what Megan The Stallion's situation was like. And it's showing loud and clear with obviously with her actions. Uh, let's continue. At what point? Like, you know, I've got a child. You know that these type of situations, even an accusation is something that I can't even be playing with. I don't even play with my life like that. So why would that like I, that to me just doesn't make sense. OK, cool. Yo, I lied to the cops. I lied to the doctors. Let me tell you why they saying there's glass in my feet, though, because I lied to the cops. I lied to the doctors. I lied to this that, and the third. Ladies and gentlemen, I need us to really understand what she's saying here. You mean to tell me that these medical doctors that are in a ambulance that work on on-site injuries 24-7 for, for all day, that have to know every type of on-site injury, the specifications on the type of on-site injuries, so they can so they can treat it right. You mean to tell me you lied to these people and they just treated you for glass when you had a bullet in you? There it is. If that's what you're saying, okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Let's just say they were dumb. You mean to tell me that the cops who were called for a in a suburban or whatever the car was found that same suburban and found a in it, see you leaking and didn't check you for wounds? I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and say they were dumb. You then further said, "Yo, I'm at cotton mouth like <laughs> See, this is where he this is where he starts to get a little bit emotional and kind of go off the rails here. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me wet my whistle here. The neg one 
says uh, OJ is lucky that social media was not a thing back then. He would be he would have been in prison and still be there to this day. Real talk. Not only that, and it's interesting. Social media makes it impossible not to contaminate a potential jury pool. Like, has ever has anyone Fact. ever stopped to think about that? Anytime there's a high yeah. profile case, you want it tried where the potential jury pool is not going to be tainted. That is impossible because of social media. Yeah, very true, man. Okay, let us continue. You then say, you then say, oh, well, I was trying to protect this black man, so I never said nothing. I was, I didn't want them to see me. I didn't want them to see me. Okay, but when me and Kelsey and Juan were over there being questioned, you were in a stretcher. No one is going to you in a stretcher. You had plenty of time to tell the cops that you were in danger. There it is. You had plenty of time. I'm not protecting somebody who just heinously me after a conversation that we just had. I'm not, my mind is not on protecting you. I'm bleeding from my feet. I'm thinking about protecting my own life and I'm in danger. Why would you not say that with two feet bleeding from two holes? What, from what you're saying? There it is. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get him in trouble. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm protecting this man and he keeps talking. And so now, you know, he keeps getting his, his media team to start doing certain things to make me look incredible and to smear me and to make him look good and to make it look like I'm not, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, have I been around in the last three months? saying anything have you seen in the last three months one article that made me look good during this one have you seen it see that you haven't seen it nowhere see now what he's, he's talking planning about. this so he's, he's been planning this baby yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so now and this listen this has obviously been planned for quite a while right yep. and again you can tell he's feeling some type of way but what he's about to get into now is the power of public opinion okay it's interesting when, when we get false accusations. And at the end of the show, I'm going to tell you guys the story about how I was falsely accused of, uh, oh boy, um, we'll call it domestic Duracell. <laughs> we'll call it domestic Duracell, right? And um, and how how recording the conversation between me and the girl that accused me of domestic Duracell literally meant the difference between my freedom and me going to jail um so stick around for the end of that because at the end of the day my pr team is not out here playing with my jeopardy of my life and freedom i'm not doing this for the internet this is my life i'm the only person with the case so at the end of the day when you sit here y'all like i'm not gonna jeopardize my son even if i know regardless of what i know it will come to light in the, in the issue with that I have no issue with that, but I need y'all to understand, like, I'm a human being, bro. Like, this hurts, bro. Seeing my friends, people that I had on team radio be people that were just like, 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 my real, like, at least people I thought were my friends, like, people I thought were, like, cool people, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, everybody just shunned me. I showed everybody love at the top of the year. Everybody was on team radio, hee hee, ha, ha, ha. And the second, y'all have an accusation, not even evidence. Just come bash me. There it is. Listen, what Tory Lanes, what Tory Lanes is experiencing. Listen, welcome to the real world, Mr. Lanes. Welcome to the real world. It doesn't matter if you're a celebrity. It doesn't matter if you have money. And it's interesting. In the era of hash, well, pound sign, me 
uh, I'm sorry, pound sign. Also me, right? Yep. I like that. Also, <laughs> pound, also me. It, it's never really touched African Americans, right? I'm sure that there are some, I'm sure there are some black men who have been pound signed also me, right? But I think, especially rappers like this, you know, the way they move, the way they deal with, the, the way they deal with girls. Like if Selena Powell were to try to hashtag also me somebody, they look at her and laugh. Be like, chick, you're a thought. Like there is no also me. So, so Tory Lanez is now figuring out, holy moly, a black woman has falsely accused me of slinging lead at her feet and they believed it. This is why he's in shock. He heard about it from everybody else. Now it's happening to him. Welcome to the real world, Mr. Lanes. What are your thoughts? Yeah, man. And and let's not forget, I, I want to add this too, uh, Donovan. With Selena, she made allegations about um, also me about Trey Songs that mm. he has a violent, you know, right. when he's involved in some uh, <laughs> actions with, with the opposite gender. So him and uh, she made uh, her and her friend made allegations to him. So I say this to say this guy. I say all this to say this, guys, and we're gonna we're gonna bring this full circle at the end. But uh, th- we live in a believe all uh, female society. If you live in the West, typically, so yep. you just gotta, you just got to understand this is what's going on, and you, you just got to protect yourself, man. You got to be smart. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying be scared because some of you guys can use that. Excuse, I ain't cold approaching. I ain't, I ain't cold approaching. No. <laughs> you need to learn social calibration. If anything, this is why you need to learn game even more. <laughs> so you can see the signs like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not dealing with, with, uh, with this one. You know what I'm saying? So you need social calibration guys. So yeah, that's my take on it uh, for now, I guess. Uh, Jimmy Arnold uh, with a submission says pound sign me as well. I like that uh, because it's funny when I say pound sign into my phone, it doesn't show the pound sign. But when I say hashtag into my phone, it says the pound sign. It's absolutely, it's it's what absolutely is. incredible. I love it. I'm somebody who just, I don't get a say. Then I understand. Sometimes the way I move is unconventional. You know, and I, I came to a place where I was dealing with so much uh, just talk and heat and just people coming at me that I made music. Because I was like, this is how I can speak through what I got to do. This is how I can. We get so mad about artists making songs about the same thing. Money, chains, and cars. So when a comes out and says his true passion, puts his true heart, his emotions, his, the, the pain that he's dealing with with his baby mother, his, his child. When a goes and does that and pours his emotion into the tape. Oh, what? He wrong? I'm wrong. I get shunned off. They took me off of every single playlist. They took me off of every playlist. They didn't want my story to come out. See that? They didn't allow my story to come out because it, it came off insensitive. I came off insensitive to people. Now, now, now I want to speak on this. I don't ever want anybody to ever think that I've been insensitive to Breonna Taylor. I marched nine days straight in Miami for her and George Floyd. I would never, bro, I've mourned this woman as well. And everyone said, listen, we're mourning a black woman today. and You dropped an album. How dare the disrespect. Guys, let's bring this back. That day that I dropped that album, my mom, that was her birthday. And that was also the day she So I was also mourning a black woman, my mother. So again, he's still playing to the crowd here. And now this isn't to say that he's being disingenuous, but anytime you talk about Breonna Taylor, any of those hot button, any of those hot button issues, you gotta, you know, you have to, you have to be careful. So he's, he wants to put the facts out there, but. He also wants to toe that line. Um, 
The Neg One says LeBron James is next on the chopping block after he's done sword swallowing these politics. <sighs> I disagree. I don't know. I think listen, LeBron is untouchable at this point. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he's, he's his publicist is is a god, man. Like yeah, because you guys got to understand, man. LeBron, <laughs> he's not the highest IQ individual, man. He just has a great marketing team behind him, man. So. You know, these shirts that he wears, he's like political stances, all that stuff. He has a team telling him what to say, what to do, everything like that, man. He's a he's a high, uh, you know, uh, you know, he went to the NBA straight out of high school. You know, the guy isn't really that educated. You could tell when he speaks, he's not really that like, you know, <laughs> he's not that well versed. So he has a great team behind him t- coaching him what to say and everything like that. He has a great team. So another th- thing, too, I want to say with Tory Lance, guys, you guys might have not caught this, but he was talking about how like people kind of change their tune and they stop talking to him, whatever. Guys, what he's talking about is Rick Ross. So, uh, oh, I know about actually, yeah, yeah. So, for the people out there that might not know, Rick Ross, another uh, Miami rapper out here, lost a lot of weight. Uh, you know, came up with, yeah, exactly, boss. You know what I'm saying? That guy, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he made a video talking smack about uh, Tory, like trying to clown him, like you know, put it like little making like small little cars, making fun of him, all this other stuff. And they used to be cool. And basically what Rick Ross did was he, he did what a typical he caping, right, for, for a chick that he doesn't even really, you know, he took Meg's side, quite frankly, you know, and he just like immediately disowned Tory and all this other stuff. And Tory's kind of seeing this from the other side that people are turning on him. The people that used to love him, because like I said, guys, he used to be, he, this guy's an A-list rapper. He's not like a, a bum, you know what I'm saying? He's, a, he's rubbing elbows with Future and Drake and all these guys. So he's an A-list rapper. So for Rick Ross to say something like that, uh, uh, you know, to support Meg Thee Stallion, you know, Rick Ross is a simp, quite frankly, you know what I mean? And I've never really liked Rick Ross anyway. He's a fraud from, you know, he's a corrections officer trying to purport himself to be a um, powder dealer. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it is what it is. But like Tori, is the, you, that, that's what he's talking about, guys, for you guys wondering, like, what is he talking about? People turn Rick Ross is a big one. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree. Um, somebody said in the chat earlier, um, said that uh, you find out who your real friends are uh, when you go through a situation facts like this um uh looks like somebody uh king life says rick put back on that weight okay all right uh the neg one says uh myron donovan i'll give you props on that lebron comment but i'll give him five more years or one huge franchise purchase whichever comes first okay i I see his opinion i see his opinion listen uh, that i'll that i might co-sign with um listen nobody's untouchable right and I understand the I understand the rationale that the neg one is coming from. The more you cape up, and it's it's funny, the only people who are getting pound signed also mead are the people who are these staunch male girl power movement activists, right? The guys who are on the front lines with the with the with, with the brawless activists, these are the ones who get accused first, right? The misogynists, the guys who um uh, uh, the guys who display toxic masculinity. For some reason, there's no pound sign. Also, me, right? There's there, there's none of that against them. So, so um, I think that I, I I agree. I I think I partially agree with the neg one. It's gonna be a while, but I wouldn't be surprised if that if that happens. Uh, Clue says talcum sales. I like that. Very very good. Uh, RBR with the ten dollars super chat says my mom passed away in O2, but gave me the power to see people for who they are. Now, RBR, if I'm not mistaken, is the acronym for Real Brother Radio. 
That is the acronym for Real Brother Radio. Now, Myron, you don't know who Real Brother Radio is. No. Uh, but listen, I will spare you. I'll, 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 I'll spare you uh, any 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 pain. Uh, Real Brother Radio is absolute garbage. <laughs> he is absolute garbage. This guy, I'm looking at his channel right now. He has he has 1,900 subscribers. Okay, okay. he has done, he has done um, oh my god, he has done over 1,700 videos, and these videos are hours, six, seven, eight hours, and he is a he is an absolute nobody. He actually tried to he talks trash about me sometimes, and he gets all of 12 to 13 viewers or whatever the case may be. I don't think RBR is the one I'm talking about, but anyway, I figured I'd give him a few more subscribers there. Um, Marcus with the $5 super chat says, Bun B put on the cape for Megan to oh, who? I know that. Uh, Bun B is a Houston rapper. Uh, used to be part uh, one one half of uh, BGK, UGK, I think. UGK. Uh, the Pimp C uh, was his co-rapper. Co I think he passed away. Oh, okay. Okay, very good. All right. They, uh, they, uh, the song Big uh, Impin with Jay-Z back in the day. Okay, very good. I like that. Big uh, Impin. Yeah. Uh, let's let, let's come up with a Crimson Capsule vernacular for, um, for men who are in charge of females who give other men a good time. <laughs> let's go <laughs> with... <laughs> it's, like, listen, it's the it's, most creative show ever. This I love it's listen, it's a pain in the butt, I know, but it's actually becoming kind of a thing. And I think that we can profit from it. Yep. I think we can, I think we can, I uh, think we can prop up. Uh, uh, We're going to get you guys this information no matter what, okay? Because this is really going to give it to you. This is what it, listen, this is what it takes. This is what it takes. And I love that our, I love that our audience is not uh, stupid. Uh, yeah. The drug man, $4, says a promiscuous woman equals HO3. I actually like that. I like that. Uh, Devin says H2HO. That's also a very good one. <laughs> okay, let's continue. That meant a lot to me. My name is Daystar. I'm her youngest son. That meant a lot to me. And by the way, I should not have said that. I shouldn't have made fun of his mother and father. I did some reading on Wikipedia. Daystar, I think, is a combination of his mother's name and his father's name. So, Tori Lanes, if you're seeing this, listen, no disrespect on your name. So, I get it. And all I was doing was giving a truthful album about what I'm going through. And I thought that people were going to be able to hear it and feel me, but they didn't do that. And I don't expect, you know, everyone to just jump into my side because at the end of the day, I didn't deserve that for the way that I handled this. There's been insensitive things that I've done. I apologize for as far as me not talking to y'all, addressing y'all, coming to y'all sooner and saying, yo, bro, I ain't do this, my man. But y'all got to understand the reason why I wasn't able to do that. Once they made this an actual thing, I immediately called the lawyer and was just like, yo, uh, uh, what can I do here? Cause it right. And you know he was bugging out. He yeah, said, facts. He was like, what? And you know this dude wanted to speak out. He called up his lawyer, and he's about to tell us exactly what you said. Sometimes I was like, I'm going to just say the whole story right now. They need to know. No, you're not allowed to talk. I will handle that for you in the court of law. <laughs> it gets to a standpoint where it's like, you know, my bad, my child, I'm, I'm, I'm By the way, shout out to Kevin Samuels, who was in the building. He says, are those the same guys, RBR Network and RBR? I certainly hope. You know what? Now I know they're not the same. Because Real Brother Radio, RBR Network, that dude is as broke as Obsidian. 
that dude has absolutely no money. Um, and guys like him don't have the money to be super chatting $10. So RBR, uh, I appreciate the super chat. I'm not going to put you in the same boat as those guys. Uh, Miami J says, hey, don't knock him for a small audience. I'm at 1,300 subs. Now his content, garbage. Um, listen, Miami J, you're, you have your hands on a lot of pies, dude. Uh, Miami J is a very, very, very busy guy. Um, so we have um, the Scarlet Prescription by DC Johnson. That's actually pretty good. The Scarlet Prescription. I like that. Gyno Managers. That's a good one by Clue. Kyle Mitchell says only fans manager. Very, very good. I like that. Um, Crimson Capsule. I've been using that for a while. Uh, Clue also says RBR Network is a troll. Yes. I, dude, I knew that a year and a half ago. Knew that a year and a half ago. Uh, oh, RBR says uh, wrong RBR. Is there a man I can talk to? Okay. All right. All right. Just got to make sure. Just got to make sure. Uh, St. Holiday $5 says adult recreational facilitator. That. <laughs> The more syllables, the better. The more big adult recreational facilitator, facilitator spending G's. Let's continue. But look, it gets to a point where it's like, I just, I'm sorry that right now, like this is getting me a little riled up. It's just like, I'm a human being, bro. Like I feel what you feel. I go through the things that y'all go through, bro. Anybody on this comment list, anybody watching this right now, if you have ever been at a place where somebody has for the day just been like, yo, you or somebody just hit you with a bad comment and they're going at you or any celebrities that have been at a place where kids are just coming at you. Imagine just going through that for three months straight. Just, just and you know that you're a talkative that will say nah. But yo, it's all coming out now, man. You, like, you know, this dude was this dude probably had to he probably disconnect his phone, fam. Like yeah. that was the only way he was getting through this. Yeah, yeah, like, like, and here's the thing, like, he used to post on Instagram, like, all the time going live, especially during, like, the, uh, 19, Divac, 91 Divac, there we go, (laughs) during during 91 Divac, he was, like, going live, getting hundreds of thousands of live viewers, man, he, he, him and I think Drake had the record for most Instagram live viewers at once, uh, until Takashi 69 came out and absolutely destroyed them. And he had like 2 million when he got out of jail. But that's a whole other thing. But the point is, guys, is that he's been like, this is a guy that's very talkative, very active on social media. That's a big reason why he has so much clout uh, as far as like the rap game goes, is he's actually one of the rappers that uses social media quite a bit and goes live and interacts with his with his, uh, with his his audience. So uh, a lot of rappers don't do that. 6ix9ine is one of the few that does it as well. So um with that said, it was, I know it was man. They probably took his phone from him. <laughs> they had to. That listen, they probably took his. They had to take his phone to say, "Yo, hey, check this out." Yeah. Like, I'm gonna need your phone. Like yeah. I'm that phone. And Daystar is probably like, "Man, I know. Just take my phone, man." I just. <laughs> they probably told him, "You're not. You you are not allowed on Instagram." They probably took his phone. That that he could not DM anybody. Nothing because. A guy like him, like it, it, people are going to screenshot your messages, you know, whatever they can. Yep. Listen, he's a lot like me in this regard. This is why I don't read the comments anymore because yeah. I can't help myself. Like this is a like I, I just I have zero tolerance and I cannot resist dealing with people who speak or act in such a way that they know that there are no consequences involved with their actions. There is a content creator that we who is who is about to be who is about to be in a hailstorm like he's never seen. 
and he has he has greatly underestimated he has greatly underestimated us. He kept poking the bear. He kept poking the bear. And now that we know exactly who he is, he is he is doing his level best to tell us that he is not who we know he is. But even if he thinks he's managed to do that, listen, you can't put the tooth you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. What has been set in motion is going to be put in motion regardless of what you say or do at this point. You have pushed it too far for too long and you will pay. And this person knows exactly who we're talking about. Right now, we know he's afraid. He is absolutely afraid, and he should be. And I hope this guy makes the egregious mistake of thinking that we're doing just like him and just talking and hoping he'll stop, okay? this The train has left the station, my friend. There is nothing you can do to stop this. I can – listen, I have <laughs> – I am I, I am undefeated against real life trolls who try to who try to exact real life consequences on me. I am about to be 2 and 0. So this person better enjoy it while it lasts because things are coming down the pike. Um uh here's another one. Uh Danny Arnold, person in charge of managing pleasurable ladies. I like that. I like that. Uh Prince Lavur $2 says change CC writer to sitting on the bone throne. I love it. That's good. That's very good. Uh, Ozio says, imagine how much Johnny Depp went through fighting off Amber Heard's allegations, right? Amber Heard is a beautiful white woman, man. I can't even dude. I'm surprised that Johnny Depp has even survived this because Amber Heard, dude, she's a dude. She's a hard nine. She's a nine and she's white. And she's, yep. a nine, and she's a white girl. I don't know how he survived that. Uh, Peace leave practitioner. I like uh, a Taylor peace leave uh, pack uh, practitioner. Uh, Mike checking is, Oh, I like this. Fellatio is Mike checking. Oh, I love that. Mike check. Yeah. One, two, love it. Love it. This is all very, very good. This is very good. Uh, we're coming to the end here and he's about to really drop some knowledge. Here we go. You have your hands tied behind your back because legally you can't put anything else in jeopardy because it's not about Instagram at that point. It's about the well-being of my family and the mother of my child and my child. And at that point, I had to make a decision of whether or not this was more important or Instagram likes and understanding of this or whatever case was more important. Like, I've never been a person that's never. Uh... Are you mic checking there, Myron? Mic check. I've never been a person that's uh, uh, not expressed how he feels. There's things that I feel today, and I want y'all to understand something. Through every single thing that I'm going through, through every the judge with 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 uh, or nothing. Oh, I missed James Young super chat. Oh, this is good. This is good. The crimson capsule equals Dayquil. The hmm. The sapphire <laughs> unawareness. Yes. <laughs> the unawareness pill. <laughs> okay, so we came up with crimson capsule. Uh, what's a, what's a synonym for capsule? The 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 sapphire or something. We got to, but that's good. I like that. Dayquil versus Nyquil. Like the, the 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 sapphire tablet. Yes, this ah, there it is. The sapphire tablet. The crimson capsule and sapphire tablet. That's perfect. I love it. I love nope. it. That's good. That's very very good. Uh, Clue says Coach Greg Adams. Uh, has his own uh, wife. Dude, he's, dude, I swear to God, that dude is as good as they come. He's as good as they come with this stuff. Nick Penn says, salute Donovan and Myron. Yes, I actually. So much, man. Yeah, he's the man. Dude, Nick Penn actually ran into him at the uh, at the Cherry Hill Mall uh, a while back. So uh, shout out to him. Uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie Kademi, Kademi, 
says Depp had the foresight to record most conversations between him and Amber. Saved his life, man. Like his life. And I'll I'll talk about I want to talk about the Brett Kavanaugh thing. I'm gonna wait till the end. Okay. Uh, okay. But yeah, well, yeah, guys, like <laughs> we live in a crazy world, baby. We do. But this is what we have to do. And I again, my smartphone, my Windows phone, saved me. For being in jail for 72 hours for domestic Duracell. We'll Stay get into that. For that story, guys. Stay, it's a very good story that every man needs to hear. So absolutely crazy. All right, uh, let's continue. Judge, the, 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 the accusations and the charges of 22 years and everything, I keep a smile on my face. Why? Because I know what I know. I know what I know. And at the end of the day, I'm not afraid of certain things because I got to be strong for the people around me, dog. I have to be because they can't see me weak right now. They, they can't see that. Sapphire Supplement. Also, a nomination. Very good. I like that. I can't allow my fans can't see me weak right now. I can't allow them to do that. And I'm not a weak person. I pray to God. This this whole experience has got me so much closer to God and made me understand certain things about certain people and how they gonna operate when something happens. And it made me realize this is how people operate in this school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, th this is another thing I wanna I wanna address on. And I don't care who looks at me, how they look at me. Like, my point of this is not to make y'all start bashing her. It's not to make y'all start bashing her. That's that one thousand percent of publicists told him this. <laughs> Bro, doing this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. 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 One hundred percent. His publicist telling him, "Listen, you have to. You have to be clear when you say, hey, this is a not to bash her.' This was. This was clearly a publicist." Uh, inspired statement, man. Yeah, one thousand percent, Tori. We ain't no stupid. We ain't, bro. We know what you're doing, hey. and we got over hey. one thousand live viewers right now, guys. Please like the video, subscribe to Donovan's channel, subscribe to my channel, Unplug Lifestyle, and support the video, obviously. So comment, like, subscribe, so that this can get pushed out to men, so guys can learn these uncomfortable truths. Quite frankly, guys. So yeah, sorry, Donovan. Holy moly! So uh, real quick, I'm gonna read this uh, super chat by Corrado. Devin actually put something in the chat that is very interesting. Uh, Corrado with the five British pounds says, that's why I moved out from living with my ex. The slander and fake talk is extremely damaging during arguments, especially when they threaten to call the popo. Thanks. Which leads to this one. So Devin says, Alexa, start recording. Damn. Dude, I'm going to tell you what, man. I'm mm. going to say the real command. Alexa, start recording. Yeah. Even hey, like, what is he doing? Oh, what? what? Oh, my God. I ain't recorded nothing, Donovan. <laughs> what that is. That, no, 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 I don't have a command like all of a sudden, Alexa, like, wait a minute. I'm somebody, I do not have a command like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. By the way, we just got a we just got a ring doorbell. We got a couple of cameras uh, around the house uh, so that when we go away, we can keep an eye on our pets. Uh, yes, we caught one of our dogs eating the cat food. Um, so we're going to have to we're going to have to do uh, something like that. But yes, you guys are on the right track. You guys are on the right track. Danny Arnold says Sapphire Caplets. I like that. Very, very good. Uh, let's go. When she's bashed, I don't feel. Yeah. Uh, uh, about. about uh, uh, the uh, Alex machine or whatever that we do. You don't think 
that if some poop went down in my household and Devin tried to get me hemmed up, they couldn't subpoena what was on my Echo Dot. Well, oh, I tried to get her to record, but now that I'm about to get hemmed up, now y'all can pull recordings. Uh-huh, exactly, exactly. Good. It doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel like, bro, like this whole situation in itself is causing this girl mental trauma, bro. Oh. That's still somebody I care about. I do not oh. want to see her like that, bro, ever. Oh. I don't want oh. Yeah, man. Yep, 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 yep. Listen, and 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 listen, man, I don't um I don't fault him for this. Like I under listen, one thing Tory Lanez is doing here, man, he is following the advice of his publicist. Publicists make very good money for a reason, Myron. And listen, we can all sit here and say, Oh my god, I can't believe he's this is what he's got to do. This is what he's got to do, man. Well, I mean, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said before, like uh guys, hip you guys gotta understand hip hop right now, if I'm not mistaken. Is, is the number one genre of music. Yep. It, it is it is the most widely consumed genre of music. And and Tori is aware of this. He understands that his audience for the most part actually is not African American. It's Caucasians. It's uh -oh. all, all different kinds of races. Uh -huh. So what he's got to do is when you when you make the kind of money he makes and you and quite frankly, we're about to finish this uh, 91 Divac thing going on. Yep. Uh, what's gonna happen is he's gonna be able to do shows again. And like I told you guys earlier in the show, at the top of the show, rappers, most rappers make most of their money from shows. You know what I'm saying? Album sales, yeah. all that stuff, those days are done, guys. Like, no one's buying CDs no more. If anything, people will buy maybe one or two songs from you off iTunes. This is why singles are so big now versus albums. So um, show money is where rappers make most of their dough. So for him to be able to tour, sell out shows again, get in the public eye, and more importantly, be able to get on uh, big, big ticket sh uh, shows like uh, Rolling Loud, etc., he's got to fix his image. So this is one hundred percent, you know, uh, which is an excellent strategy. Don't get me wrong; like his public is excellent um, because what he's doing is he knows he's going to beat this case. So what he's going to do is he's going to take the moral high ground. He's going to put himself in the victim position. Like she, she did this to me and I didn't do nothing to her and I still care about her. And what's, what does that generate? Sympathy from oh, the, Oh yeah. Oh, he doesn't have any ill will. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to be like, you know, he's basically playing the sob story right now. And, and it's, it, it's excellent. This is what you want to do. You want to basically. And, and people are going to, and here's the thing, people are going to buy it because, because people know Meg Stein is full of BS, man. So he's literally, you know, teeing up the alley. He's been setting this up for months. So yeah. um, I 1,000% I see this going to, this is the case is going to get dropped. This is going to get behind them. He is going to take the moral high ground. Hey guys, I don't have a problem with her, etc. Because also Tori is not dumb. He knows a big part of his fan base is women. This guy makes a lot of like R&B type music as well. So he's got to appease to the female audience, because quite frankly, we all know women are 80% of the consumer base, and that applies to music as well. So this is his publicist is excellent, man. He better be paying him extra. This is some great acting, too. <laughs> yeah, right. And you can see chinks in the armor every once in a while, but yeah. then he says, Oh man, my 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 I'm I'm a little thirsty. Let me let me drink that water. <laughs> yeah, facts. Got to cool off. That's what that is. Uh Red Pill Mike says single bomb equals dispensable fluid depository. That is fantastic <laughs> that's very good clue says what he is doing is priming potential jurors he is priming potential jurors not for the court of law oh no he is priming potential jurors for the court say it with me boys and girls of public opinion and he's nailing it nobody who watches this video 
is going to have anything bad to say about Tory Lanez after this. He, he beat this case already, guys. That's, oh, it, he, there is no jury. He's already beaten this. He's not going to make a video like this. There's probably uh, uh, some kind of plea agreement on the table already for him to be making a video like this. He probably signed it the day he made this video, man. He might have. He might have, dude. Or they dropped the charges, one of the two. Yeah. Happens. All right. I want to see her like that, bro. It is what it is. And if nobody looks at that, how they look at it, bro, it is what it is, dog. But, but, but I never want to see her, her weakened or her put down or her whatever, because, because then it goes against exactly what I'm talking about. How am I going to advocate for protecting black women if I'm, if I'm doing something to bash her and bring her down? All I'm trying to let y'all know and understand here is just the facts. It's the facts of which y'all got to understand. I can't allow at some point, I just like, I was waiting for my court date so I can say something. And when I finally said it, or when, I, when the court they finally came, I finally am here and I'm being able to say what I have to say. And so if I'm coming off in any kind of way that's not the way that you want, I apologize, but I had to get this off my chest. And so it just is what it is. The truth will come to the light in the court of law. If y'all don't believe me, you don't believe me. It is what it is. If you do, you do. But I really just send prayers and love to her camp. I send prayers and love to the people around me. And I don't want us to be beefing. I don't want y'all to think that they're... This is a old oh, well, Meg versus Tory thing. I'm not. I'm not beefing with her. I'm not beefing with nobody. I don't have no. Like, I'm chilling, bro. Like with all due respect, I'm chilling. I want to get back to myself. I'm not gonna stop. When y'all see me at the club and I'm chilling, I'm partying. When y'all see me, if I come back with Team Radio around Halloween, that's because I want to have fun. I want to still be the person I am. I want to still spread light. Wow. I'm gonna tell you what, man. Um superb job by the by 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 team lanes yeah <laughs> uh, toy lanes lieutenants absolutely did what they were paid very very well to do that was spectacular by tory lanes um so you said you were going to get into um uh, you said you're going to get into i'm, I'm going to tell my story about how i beat a domestic uh, Duracell potential domestic Duracell charge. Uh, what were you going to talk about uh, a little bit earlier? Sinjay? Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it brief because you guys yeah. need to hear the story that Donovan's about to tell you uh, how to protect yourself. But long story short, all I was going to say was um, th this reminds me of the Brett Kavanaugh situation, which for the people that are unaware, a couple years ago, uh, Brett Kavanaugh was uh, going to become a Supreme Court justice. This woman comes out of California, a professor, uh, and says, oh, he... Um, he uh, graped me back in uh, 1980 something, right? And um, quite frankly, uh, you know, there was no evidence of it. Um, no, no one. There were no witnesses. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh, mind you, had uh, clearance. He had been through several FBI background checks to get the position he was in. He was a Yale graduate, uh, went to Yale Law School, uh, an esteemed man. Okay, and he worked. He had a family. Uh, he worked his way up. And he became a Supreme Court justice. And right before he was about to be appointed, this woman comes forward and miraculously also releases a book as well as, uh, you know, does a, a GoFundMe. It makes a substantial amount of money, but no one seems to talk about that. Instead, they say, oh, you know, believe all um, females. And this is a dangerous precedent because the thing is, guys, is that this country was founded upon due process and guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. However, Things have changed and become guilty until proven innocent when right. an accusation is made. And I say this to say, uh, I say all this to say this because a lot of guys want to sit here and, you know, oh, this is, this is why women are evil. And like they kind of use it as like, you know, a fuel to the fire to, to like, you right. know, to have some type of anger towards, towards uh, females. And what I'm telling you guys is this is why you need to learn 
how to deal with women correctly. This is why you need to learn social calibration. This is why you need to learn how to not be crass. This is why you need to learn how to maneuver in certain social situations and read things and get the social calibration that women are naturally, uh, that women naturally have, that that men have to basically learn. There you You go. Because a lot of the times when guys get in trouble for this type of stuff, it comes from inexperience, okay? That guys that are good with women don't get any of these accusations or anything like that. Well, you want to know why? Because they're not dumb and they know when a girl is interested versus when a girl isn't. So it behooves you guys, right? You can, you have two choices. You can leave the marketplace completely. That's fine. That's I'm not going to knock anybody that wants to do that. Or for the guys out there that want to be in the marketplace, which 99% of you do, let's keep it real. Um, you got to learn this, quite frankly. There's no way around it. And I'm not saying that to tell you, girls, oh, yeah, you go hire a coach, whatever. I'm just telling you, this is the climate that we're in. You yep. are guilty until proven innocent, and you need to move accordingly and protect yourself, man. Because if you got Supreme Court judges that have went through several background checks, and he, this guy had to come and testify in front, <laughs> under oath, in front of a bunch of people in a circus court. Word of a woman. No, just said she just said he forcibly gave her grapes. Exactly, and and he had to be under oath, guys. And for anyone that doesn't know, when you're under oath, the giving testimony, anything you say can be screw, can screwed against you, and you can be criminally charged for a federal charge called, uh, you know, one thousand one, which is uh, uh, basically lying under uh, lying under oath. You so you you guys gotta you guys gotta be smart, and uh, understand this is the climate that we live in, and it's a dangerous uh, precedent. You know what I mean? And it's got to change, man. We can't have this because people want. This is the thing they. Feminism fights for equality, right? Eminism, eminism, we'll call it, right? It fights for equality, right? However, by you saying believe all the, uh, you know, females, you're already saying that we're not equal because you're inferring, right? That that uh, eminence. Well, all they have to do is say something and they get believed. Exactly. So it's, it's so this is the the clown world that we're in right now, where you know, because I don't I don't think. No one is perfect, male or female. Both people lie. But for you to sit there and say, oh, believe all this, that's a dangerous precedent. Guess what? Everyone on Twitter wants to say that. So just move accordingly, guys. And uh, Donovan's story, this is this is a good one. So before I move on, I'm going to hit a couple of Super Chats. And before I do that, a lot of people would say, but Myron, uh, you said that if men have experience with women, those guys aren't the one getting pound, pound signed also me. What about Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, what about Harvey Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein was never good with women. Fact. Just because you sleep with a lot of women does not mean you're good with women. Harvey Weinstein simply leveraged his position and power to, to get bedroom fun from women. Harvey Weinstein didn't have game. He said, I'm Harvey Weinstein. You're a young and cupping, uh, up-and-coming actress starlet. Let's go to the casting couch, Okay. He, he, dude, Harvey Weinstein knew absolutely nothing about how to move, how social calibration works, how things look, how, how they land. That's why he's in the position that he's in. Right. Um, and real uh, quick, I want to add to that. No, oh, you made an excellent point. This is why we tell you guys do not deal with the opposite gender where you work or in some kind of professional, right. Right. professional environment where you can exercise leverage to, uh, get an outcome that otherwise probably will not happen. You know what I'm saying? That's why we're so big on get out there and talk to cold approach, etc. because you're not going to have these weird situations in the workplace. Because let me tell you guys something, man. If something happens, right, in the workplace, there's a lot of social stigma that's going to come if people were to discover that you guys uh, had some bedroom fun together. So the female is going to be more inclined to regret it. 
And when right. you to regret it, that's when you're in the danger zone, baby. You, you know go. what I'm saying? So you got to set yourself up to not do that. And more yet, powerful guys make the big mistake of trying to leverage their power against women. Don't do that, man. <laughs> you want to know, know what that is, Myron? That's called cheating the game. Right. That's what that is. You yep. can't cheat the game. You might be a CEO. You might be a movie producer. You might be a record producer. And you might leverage your power to get what you what all men want out of females. At some point, that bill is going to come due because you didn't do it. You didn't do it the right way. And the listen, the number one thing that you have to do to keep from getting pound sign also mead is to not make her feel like a how, how do you? I'll, uh, uh, I'll call it a tulls, whatever that is backwards. I'll have to come up with a better, a better name. Don't make her feel like she's promiscuous, right? Like a garden tool. Like a, don't make her feel like a garden tool, guys. Make her feel like a, listen, if you make her feel like a garden tool, she's going to regret it. And if she regrets it, she's going to point the finger. Harvey, listen, these girls mess with Harvey Weinstein. They regretted it, but they had their careers. As soon as one person, one girl probably didn't get the big break that he promised her. And all it took was her making that accusation, and then the dominoes started following. All of these millionaire actresses who, who had gotten their payday because of what Harvey Weinstein did for them, right? Oh, now all of a sudden, oh, yeah, he cornered me. He did this. This just proves that just because you have bedroom fun with a lot of women does not mean you are good with women. Right. Again, just because you're rich and you get a lot of women doesn't mean you're good with women. And, and again, and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Rich guys get a lot of women, and they are every bit as susceptible. But this is why, and, and game is simply shorthand for understanding how to handle women in such a way that mitigates your risk of being screwed over by them. That's all it is. That's all this is. It's and not what makes her like you, actually like you, too. Like, she's really going to enjoy it and not feel weird and creepy, because if you have game, she's going to enjoy the interaction with you guys. This isn't any kind of manipulation or anything. It's, it's not about... I value in a correct way. Sorry, go ahead, Donovan. Hundred percent. Game is not about playing games. Game is just—it's not. Can't listen. It's just shorthand. That's all it is. We're gonna have to come up with another word so that our detractors can't disingenuously say, "Well, game is a scam." It, it, we're, we're gonna have to—we're gonna have to come up with another word to describe game because it, listen, game is four letters. It's one—it's—it's—it's it's, it's one word. One syllable, Neil Strauss came up with it back in 1999, and that seems to be the, the vernacular. We're going to have to change the vernacular to give our detractors less. I mean, well, if, well, oh, he's playing those mind, ain't nobody playing mind games. Game is simply shorthand for understanding how women work and escalating things sexually on purpose to achieve a favorable outcome while also mitigating your risk of something bad happening as a result of that conquest. But because game is seven, a eight syllables, huh? No, I was going to say seduction is a two-part process. These guys seem to think that it's only a one-part. Like, oh, you're, you're like, no, bro. These oh, two <laughs> Listen, seduction and game is every. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to blow your mind right here. Game and seduction. After you get the, after you get the lay, what you do after is fun. Now, what you do afterwards is far more important than anything you did before. Thanks. Okay. So you got her back to her apartment and you close the deal. This is where the this is where game comes into play. Yeah. Send her that morning after text, dude. Dude, uh, go, dude, go downstairs while she's laying in your bed. Go downstairs the morning after. Get her a Starbucks. Sit around and what? Make her, you know, make her feel better about the fact that she gave it up after twenty seven minutes of you meeting her. Does that guarantee nothing will happen? Well, of course not. There are no guarantees. But what it does is it drastically reduces 
and mitigates your risk of something bad happening like a false accusation. What you do after you sleep with her is every bit as important, if not more important than what you did to sleep with her. Nice. That's what you guys have to understand. And when our detractors come after us, well, if you go out and sleep with a bunch of women, you can get pound signed also me. Not if you understand and use game. So and miss me with that. Just, and you're just a good human and understand like that when you deal with women, you got to reward the good and punish the bad. If right. a girl That's right. you, right, bedroom fun, you don't punish her and make her feel awful about it. If anything, man, I've, I'll, I'll have a girl over it, whatever it may be. Like, we'll go get food after. We'll, like, talk. We'll, like, watch some TV, whatever. You don't want her to regret. You want buyer's remorse, guys. And a lot of you guys that aren't good with chicks are dumb and be like, get out. Like, I'm an alpha. Yeah, you want to go to, listen, you want to go to your little crimson capsule forms. God, oh, God, God, I don't care how hot she is. I kick her right after I after I bust. Oh, for real? Yeah. You, did you say? Did you tell them about the the, uh, the the subpoena on your phone that the cops sent you the next day? Then guys will say, well, getting her Starbucks and all that is simping. Okay, let me ask you something, fam. Do you want to do something that you describe as simping to avoid a false grapevine accusation? Or do you want to pay the five bucks and maybe, maybe an hour and a half to make sure you don't get put in the handcuffs? Yeah, I didn't think so. Miss me with that nonsense, man. This, is, man. this is just gives guys excuses to give up. Don't want to mess with women. It's too risky. If you mess with women, it's simping. Listen, you guys are pathetic. I'm not trying to hear it. Can't win. <laughs> uh, Cuban uh, Libertarian, $2, says, uh, hey, Google, record voice note. I like that. Uh, Corrado uh, with the five British pound super chat says facts. And this is why you get into your feelings. If he kept composure, he wouldn't be in the situation and go through this. If you can't just leave now, listen, man, this is, listen, we all have to learn sometime. Right. And there, listen, there are some crimson capsule content creators who shall remain nameless, who talk to our audiences as though they're already supposed to know how to be traditionally masculine. Right. We have content creators who just want to say, well, you just have to be masculine. You just have to be a man. And you just have to, you, you just have to know how to know this stuff. No, men are born dude men are dude men are made women are born nobody right. comes out the womb knowing how to be a man and if if we know anything about anything there is a serious masculinity crisis dude my dad was around but he was a softest baby poop he didn't teach me anything i had to learn my lessons the hard way as do most people so Corrado, listen i agree he should have kept his composure he could have handled it differently but this dude is 28 years old right yeah probably dude probably had a weak father growing up these are lessons that have to be learned. I'm not going to punish a guy for something that he was never taught, right? If you grew up with a strong father, traditionally masculine strong father, and you're still making these mistakes, that's a you problem. But I'm not going to I'm not going to blame any man who grew up with a single mother and say, "Well, if you don't know how to be a man, that's a you problem." No, that's not a you problem. But if you don't adjust, if you don't seek out the kind of content that can help you with that, then it becomes a you problem. But I'm not going to I'm not going to berate my audience for already knowing what they were never taught, right? I'm not going to berate my audience and say, well, you should know, you should already know how to act like this when the world around you tells you that acting like this is toxically masculine. I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Um, C-Dub with the $20 super chat says, girl power advocates do not want equality. They want superiority. All benefits, no responsibility. Justice Kavanaugh's accuser made enough false, uh, false statements to earn life in prison. Instead, she got paid and got a book deal. Sure. And therein lies the problem Th these false accusations are incentivized 
That's what, listen, they're incentivized. Until women start getting put in prison or getting arrested for lying on men, they're going to continue to lie on men. At some point, we got to stop blaming women. At some point, we got to start blaming people say, we need this. No, no, we need to get on these law enforcement agencies for making these arrests. I agree with that. Um, Quarantino, $5, says, I always treat women to a great time, so there's no doubt on if our intercourse was consensual. How I take the cat if we eat sushi after. Nice. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is why you have to protect yourself, right? So, Myron, you said that uh, you go you go and get something to eat and all that. If the poop was ever to hit the fan and she points the finger at you for a false grapevine accusation. You look crazy. Yeah, you she, can be like, yo, yeah. like, check the camera. Like, ch like, check the camera. There we are at the restaurant having a good time. Does that look like someone who forcibly gave somebody a grapevine? Does I mean, does it really? And then, and then it's a wrap. Then it's a wrap. Here's the dark side too. Like I, I always tell guys, you need to pay for dates. And you go, oh, you slipped it. This is why, man. This is the dark side that I didn't want to tell you guys. Here we go. You need to pay for the date, not only to control the frame, but also to show if you're if she's still hanging out with you and you're paying. What does that say? There you go. And she's allowing you to pay. What does that say? All these things you guys got to understand sets you up in a position to protect yourself. Now, with that said, is it going to happen if you know what you're doing and the girl actually likes you showing you intent? No, but like you got to protect yourself anyway, man. So you pay for everything. Guess what? You got all the transactions on your card, baby. You know what I'm saying? If anything were to happen. So it sucks, but this is the world that we live in, man. So use it to your advantage. Cameras everywhere. There's there, there's phones. There's uh you know obviously credit cards, digital payments for things where it's easily traceable. That's what it is, man. Um, but Donovan, you say never feed her before you bleep her. <laughs> if you have game, if you can escalate sexually without having to lead with your wallet, and you get the booty, that's when you take her out. See, here is the ultimate crimson capsule meetup. You meet up for a couple of drinks. That doesn't cost you anything. Just pay for the drinks. It ain't no it ain't no big deal. Meet up for coffee. Get her back to your place. You pound her out. Hey, you know what? Let's go get some Chinese or let's go get some sushi. Okay. Right? Then when you send her that morning after text, hey, had a great time. We should definitely do this again. By the way, that guy at the sushi place with the lazy eye, I think he wants you. You might want to get his phone number. LOL. Kissy face emoji. Heart emoji. Guess, you know what all of that is? That's called exoneration my friends and all dude all it cost you was a cup of coffee before the lay maybe maybe some sushi afterwards and a few well-placed texts after it happened um so oh this is good the neg one says poop hits the fan fecal fanning so i'm gonna end the show with this i'm gonna end the show with this and this is a story about how how i was almost i was falsely accused of domestic duracell and this is exactly why it is important to record everything Okay, record everything, guys, especially if you get her back to your place. Dude, Devin bought us a couple of $25 cameras. They're running 24-7. We get pictures and videos, everything that happens in every room, everything is on a recording, okay? So if you get back to your place and you have bedroom fun on the couch or whatever, and she accuses you of forcibly giving her a grapevine, there you go, officers. Does that look, I, does that look like I forced anything? Oh, Oh, by the way, here's a selfie of us at the uh, 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 at the sushi place right afterwards. Does that look like does that look like somebody who forcibly gave somebody a grapevine? So long story short, long story short, here's what happened. So I've been seeing this girl 
Um, I've been seeing this girl on and off for about six months. The last two months, we were seeing each other pretty regularly. Um, and um, and so we, we would see each other every weekend. We never we never uh, we never had sex during the week. And dude, it was great fun. It was absolutely great fun. We didn't have to go anywhere. Sometimes we'd order in. Dude, she, she actually made jalapeno poppers at my place. It was a good time. Uh, well, I had added two new girls to my roster. And so what I was going to do is I was going to sort of gently just sort of fade out of her life just little by little. So what I did, here's what I was going to do. I texted her. I said, hey, I'll I'll use the word stay. I was like, hey, Stacy, um, it's Donovan. Listen, I, I, listen, I've gotten behind on some projects. I'm going to have to take a rain check for this week, but we will definitely get up next weekend. Now, my plan was to was to just not have sex with her that weekend, have sex with her the weekend after, then kind of slowly fade out of her life. That was the plan. And the reason why I was going to do that is because girls don't take rejection easily. You can't just ghost them, right? Otherwise, they go absolutely crazy if she actually likes you. And Stacy absolutely did like. And her name was Tracy. I'll just be. I'll just keep it real. Tracy really liked me. She liked me a lot. And and she worked crazy hours. That's why we couldn't have sex on the uh, on the weekdays, or at least that's what she told me. So who knows? Who knows what the hell she did on weekdays? So what she did is after I sent her that text, she's blowing up my phone. She's like, "Oh my god." What's wrong? Do you not like having sex with me? Is it my body? Is it, is it like, and I'm like, no, like everything is fine. I just need to take this weekend off to get to, 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 to get caught up on some projects. Of course I was lying, but that was the story I gave her. She doesn't know. So she calls me up. So maybe 15, 20 minutes goes by. She calls me up and tells me, Donovan, I'm pregnant. Okay. Now this wasn't the first time I had had a girl call me up and tell me she was pregnant. So I immediately just go into autopilot. I said, all right, uh, Tracy, stay right where you are. I'm coming over, which is exactly what she wanted. So I go to the CVS and I bought two pregnancy tests, uh, 30 bucks each, clear blue easy. Do not get a pregnancy test at the dollar store, guys. Spend the money to be absolutely sure. Now, I had never hit it raw with Tracy, ever. I was very, very careful, never let, all, never let her handle, handle my condoms. But I'm not going to sit here and say that I wasn't at least a little bit concerned because, listen, slip-ups can and do happen from time to time, right? Like, this is how this goes. So I said, all right. So I drive over to her place. I walk right in. She looked very happy to see me. I didn't touch her. said, I held up the pregnancy test right in front of her. I said, go to the bathroom and take this test right now. Dude, she was like a deer in the headlights. But she had to comply because if she didn't, her whole plan blows right up. So she goes to the bathroom, and I watch, I watch the urine come from her lady parts right onto the stick. As clear as day, negative, right? So at that point, I said, no, no. And at that point, she says, well, uh, she stopped. I was very calm. I said, Tracy, stay where you are. You're going to take another test. She's like, I just peed. I said, you're going to stay right there. You're going to take another pregnancy test. She's like, why are you doing this? Then I raised my voice. I said, stay there until you piss. You're going to take that second pregnancy test. So for about 15 minutes, we're just standing there in awkward silence. Every time she tried to speak, I just, mm -mm, no. Don't say a word unless I see you piss a plus sign. 15, 20 minutes later, she pees on the stick. It is, it's negative. So at that point, I turn, I, dude, I don't even say it's been real. I turn around I'm, and I'm out the door. The whole time she's like, please, Donovan, don't leave. I love you, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my God. So as I'm, dude, as I get towards her door, I hear her walk into the kitchen and I hear her and I, I, I didn't know she was on the phone. She said, yes, I would like to report I would like to report domestic Duracell. At that point, I, I knew I couldn't leave. 
the reason I couldn't leave is that I was a black man. Number one, I was a black man. Number two, she was a white girl. If she calls the cops and says, Donovan, uh, domestic Duracell, he Duracelled me, then guess what? If I leave, I'm automatically guilty because they think I'm trying to get up out of there, right? And that's that's just how that was. I never Listen, I'd been in some crazy situations before, never like that. I don't know, dude, and inside I was freaking out. I didn't let her see I was freaking out, but inside I was absolutely freak. In inside I was freaking out. So I went over to, went over and sat on her couch, and I don't know why, I, dude, I don't know I don't, this must have just been, I was on autopilot. I can barely remember this. I took up my Windows phone and it's funny because I just downloaded an audio recording, uh, an audio recording app because when I was out in the field, what I was doing is I was, I was recording my interactions with girls and, uh, and like I was recording my interactions with girls and ju just to kind of see like, okay, where am I going wrong? And by the way, you have to do this with your craft guys. If you want to get good at something, record yourself. And dude, I was doing this. I was probably doing this for like maybe three or four days. And it was really helping. I was like, oh, you know what? When I hit on Diana, there was a little bit of hesitation there. I failed this poop test here. But when I hit on, uh, you know, when I hit on, Jesus, I can't, when I hit on Kimberly, I got her phone number because of X, Y, and Z. It really, really helped. Well, what I did is I broke out my phone. I hit the audio recording device and I didn't place it as though I'm recording. I just, I just took it out and just kind of, you know, put it on the, put it on the table. So so she says, so, so I said to her, I said, look, look, Tracy, I said, why are you lying? Why did you call the cops and lie to them? Why did you just call the cops? And I made sure that I was very, very clear. I said, why did you just call the, call the cops and lie to them and tell them that I slapped and choked you? This girl was, and, and dude, she had no idea what was happening. She took the bait right there. She says, it's it's because I'm tired of all this BS. I don't want, I didn't want to lose you in my life. I freaked out. I knew I was never, I thought I was never going to see you again. I didn't know what to do. And so I did the, I said, I did the first thing I could think of to try to get you to stay. I said, that's it. Now, of course, inside I'm, I'm seething because this girl is now that my life is in this girl's hands. I just kind of said, that was it. She says, well, yeah, that was it. I said, well, Tracy, why didn't you say so? If you had told me that you didn't want to lose me in your life, that totally would have made a difference. She's like, really? I'm like, dude, you just called the cops and lied on me. All you had to do was tell me that you didn't want to lose me in your life. And, and of course, I lied to her. I said, I just had to get some projects done, but I didn't have a problem with you coming to my house. Maybe, you know, watching a movie, Netflix. And I didn't say Netflix and chill wasn't a thing at that point. You could have come over and, well, you know, hung around while I was working on my project. And she's like, yeah, we could totally do that. I was like, all right, cool. So right after, like, so we sort of converse a little bit, right? And I don't know how much time went by, but right when I was, right when we were sort of calming things down a little bit, the door, and it was not, it was not a knock on the door. It was a bang on the door. Immediately, Tracy goes white. Her, dude, her eyes wide as saucer. She's like, oh. she forgot she called the cops. She forgot that she called the cops. And so I sort of gestured toward the door. I get the door and she's like, no, she's like no, no, no. I was like, dude, get the door. She says, what if we don't answer the door? She's like, I'll just tell them it's all a big misunderstanding. I said, you need to go and answer the door. They pound again because again, they think they think a big black man is in here assaulting a poor little white girl. And listen, I've been on the other end of cop knocks. I know exactly what they sound like. 
She says, I'll just, we just won't answer that. I'll just tell them it's a big misunderstanding. Then I said to her, Tracy, you need to, you need to let them in or they're going to let themselves in. Like that's what needs to happen. So she slowly goes over and she answers the door and there are, and there are, there were two cops, two cops. There are these big burly dudes, right? Now, obviously they're not, when, when there's a, when there's domestic, uh, domestic Duracell going on, they don't send female cops. They don't send small cops. No, these were two, six, three, six, four, probably ex-military black ops, whatever, basically enough to, you know, kick me around if I tried to do anything stupid. Right. And arrest and, has to always be made too, guys. And in, in the West and in, in the United States, typically like an arrest always has to be made for most States in the U S. So like you got, that's why they send guys like that. Sorry, Donovan. Right, no, no, listen, if, so guys, no. listen, if I'm dispatching police officers to that situation, I'm not going to send, I'm not going to send guys who are five, eight, five, nine. I'm sending the biggest guys there were, dude, these guys were, I mean, you know, they're not Brock Lesnar huge, but they were both larger than I was. And it was obvious why they were there. I didn't make any sudden moves. I didn't, I, dude, I just sat there on the couch as calmly and as coolly as possible because if I start yelling and calling her a liar and this is BS, that automatically makes me look bad. I'm a large black tattooed man. I can't show any aggression or that aggression is going to be construed uh, by the cops as a threat. And if they have to subdue me, they're taking me in regardless. So I said, I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to be totally cool. So, of course, they go to her first. They're like, OK, uh, or, oh, what was her last name? I forgot her last. OK, Mrs. Uh, Andrews or whatever her last name was. OK, Miss Andrews, tell us what had happened. And so she and it was funny because they asked her these questions. They were very leading questions. They asked her these questions in such a way that automatically made me sound guilty. Even still, her story, her, dude, her story sounded terrible. Like it would have been very hard to believe her, but she had to stick with what she told the operator was I slapped her and choked her. That's what she had to stick with. And when she told the story play by play, it dude, you could tell she was lying, right? They probably interviewed her for 15 minutes. Like they kept asking. It was, I was like, dude, are these guys trying to get me convicted? And at that point I was like, are they really, are they going to allow me to tell my side of the story? Like, honestly, dude, Myron, I thought I was going to jail. I yeah. thought I was going to jail then. I was like, okay, all right. It's all the time, all over the U.S. too is a sad part. You know, this happens yeah. a lot. This was the reality. I knew that I was probably not going home that night. I was going to, I was going to spend 72 hours in Clark County lockup. When all of that was finally done, they then turned their attention toward me. They said, okay, Mr. Sharp, uh, what do you have to say about this? What side, you know, what's your side of the story? I said, officers, I showed them my hands because again, I'm a black man. They're white cops. I said, I'm going to reach for my phone. Is that okay? They said, yep, that's okay. So I reached for my phone. I kept my, I kept my, I actually reached my left hand. I kept my right hand up and I opened the app and I was, dude, I was praying to every God I could, dude, I was praying to God, Allah, dude, I was praying to them all. I Buddha. said, <laughs> I was praying to Buddha. It was incredible. So I hit the play button and to my great relief, our conversation rang out as clear as a bell. Even the part where they banged on the door to come in, I would record it all the way up to that point. Even the part where they're like, hey, I'll just tell them it's just a big misunderstanding. They heard everything, including me asking her, why did you just call the cops and lie to them and tell and told them that I slapped you and choked you? And she said, because I'm tired of all this BS and I didn't want to lose you in my life, right? And it's funny because when I started playing the recording, Tracy tried to interrupt. One of the cops just said, Shh. It's all that 
She tried it three, four times. He kept telling, he's, he kept saying, Shh. at the end of the recording, one of the officers went over there, says, Miss Andrews, we are placing you under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. Dude, she's crying her eyes out. She's like, you gotta believe me. Um, I, you know, uh, he trapped me. He, 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 he entangled me. He threatened me. Um, like, like he told me about the recording. Like that's all there was to it. So they let her outside, and of course she she keeps crying. One of the officers stayed back. He says, "Listen, man, do you want to press charges against Miss Andrews?" I was like, "No, I, dude, I don't want to have anything to do with her." Um, I just said no. I didn't want to have. I just want to get the hell out of there because if I press charges against her. Now I got to show up to court and then I got to face her again. And then she probably tries to talk to me, talk to me again. He says, listen, we can do a restraining order if you want. I was like, listen, I want nothing to do with any of this. I just want to go home. And he says to me, he says to me, you know, if a lot, if, if more guys did what you did, we'd probably be locking up a lot less men. The moral of the story is record everything guys, dude, record the audio, record the video, record everything because what you have to understand this is something very important that you have to understand the burden of proof the burden of proof in a court of law is guilty beyond all reasonable doubt okay that's what it is the burden of proof in the court of public opinion is actually there is no burden of proof yeah. it's quite literally just believing the woman that's all there is to it if the woman says something is true, then it's automatically true. You don't need evidence. You don't need nothing. A la the Megan the Stallion, Tory Lane situation. This is why I tell you guys record everything. Dude, wear a body cam. Put cameras all around your house. Dude, record everything. Because these, dude, these girls out here, they don't care about you. If they feel like you've slighted them in some way, if they feel like they got done dirty with you, and Myron says this all the time, girls don't like to take L's. If yep. a girl gives you more peace leave than you have given her resources and you cut her off, if she ends up in the red with you, she's feeling some type of way. If she gets more out of you than you get out of her, she's not going to do anything. But if you manage to sleep with her the first night and then kick her to the curb and she didn't and she didn't even get a cup of coffee, oh yeah, now now she's got that regret. Now she's got that remorse, and that's when she makes those false accusations. Yeah, man, guys, I mean, man, I don't think there, there's a better way to end that. You know, just understand that this is the climate that we're in. Uh, you got to be smart. You got to protect yourself. You got to understand that just like Donovan said in the court of public opinion, when it comes to a female making an accusation against a man, people are always going to side with her first. It's right. just the reality of, of living in, in, a, in a Western world, uh, in, in a Western country. If you live in Canada, United States, Spain, any any first world country. Uh, where feminism is, uh, feminism is very strong, you're yeah. going to be guilty until proven innocent if the accusation is coming from a woman and you're a man. Understand that. Adapt accordingly. Your phone is your friend. And yeah. quite frankly, uh, you know, the, the, you got to do that type of thing nowadays to protect yourself. And hopefully more guys do this. Uh, chicks catch on and they realize, oh, there's consequences. And they start getting arrested for doing these things because, yeah. quite frankly, they do this because they know that nothing is going to happen if they were to get caught. I mean, luckily, luckily here, Donovan turned his phone on, man. But if he didn't turn it on, guys, it would be a different you, – you might not know Donovan Sharp as he is today is what I'm trying to say. So be listen, smart. Man. Listen, my attorney, my attorney once told me, and this was the last thing he actually – I was in a really, really bad situation um, back at the end of 2015. I, dude, I have gone. I could have gone to prison for a long time. And my attorney – I don't know how he, I don't know how he did this, man. He got me out of that situation clean. 
And he said to me, he said, listen, man, he said, I like you. He says, listen, dude, you've done a lot of crazy things. I don't think you're a bad guy. He says, I think you're a guy that has a, I think you're a guy that's been through a lot in life. I think you've got some issues that you need to work out. He says, but you got to get this temper under control because if you, if you pound another guy's face in like that, there's nothing I can do for you, man. He said, at this point, dude, he said, you have the devil's own luck. And that's not the kind of luck you want to have. And that's really what woke me up. So then I got an anger management counselor, moved to Reno, and now I'm a free man. Um, the point is, is that you have to record everything because if you don't, and one, one last thing here, in the court, in criminal court, the burden of proof is guilt beyond all reasonable doubt. In civil court, the burden of proof is the preponderance of the evidence, which what is that, less guys, which is much less. <laughs> much less, which means that the court has to find that you, that it is more likely than not that you committed the crime. This is why OJ was acquitted in criminal court, but was found guilty in civil court to the tune of $33 million, which of course they put a judgment on him for because the burden of proof is much lower. So that's the way you have to operate. You can't say, but officer, what about my rights? I'm innocent to proven guilty, guilty beyond all reasonable doubt. The first part of that process, that's not the standard of proof they're looking for. They're looking for the preponderance of the evidence. Based on what we see right now, does it appear that it is more likely than not that you committed said crime? Dude, 11 times out of 10, they're going to tell you yes, and they're taking you to jail. There was no evidence that I Duracell this girl. There were no marks on her neck. There was, there was no marks on her face, no nothing. If not for my phone, I'd have gone to jail. Real talk. No bruises, no nothing. Just her word would have got me put in jail. Probable cause, man. It's guys, it's probable cause, which is very little. It's nothing. Like they could show up. She can cause. Yeah. She can punch herself in the face a couple of times, get a lump, whatever it may be, as as they're showing up. And if they see marks on her, you you're taking it. You're going to jail, man. And I've seen it. There was a video actually a guy put out. He was driving with this girl. She jumped out the car. Oh thankfully, he recorded it. And she tried to like say, you threw me out. And he was like, nope, I was recording that. You're dumb. Bye. You know what I mean? But like, the, the guys, women don't take L's, man. Like, they really don't. No. And they will put you in jail to prove a point sometimes. Because they understand that that's where their power lies. Women know innately that they can uh, take that provider and that, that protect men to come and <laughs> congregate to get you in trouble in some way, whether you get assaulted by white knights or police officers or whatever it is, you got to record to protect yourself because you're always going to be public enemy number one, man. And I didn't mean to cut you down. I just want to say the no, no, no. This is a very good point. And listen, I'll, I'll actually tell you guys this. I think a lot of you guys remember this. Someone called the cops on me right here. Uh, uh, I think it was like a month and a half and the timeline might be off, but it was relatively recently. Dude, I was Aaron Devin out because of some shit. It's, it's something that she said or did. And it's probably 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. And I'm raising holy hell. And someone, I guess, heard and called the cops. Okay. The Philadelphia Police Department comes to my to our apartment. Three police officers. Count them. Three police officers come to my place. They come. Somebody called the cops. Hey, we think something's going on over here. I go to the door. The cops are like, uh, yeah, like we're, you know, somebody is reporting, blah, 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 blah. What do they do? They immediately separate me and Devin. They took Devin outside first. They were out there with her for maybe 10, 15 minutes, right? Then they took, then they took me out there. I was calm. I was cool. I was collected. I was completely truthful. I said, listen, we had a disagreement about X, Y, and Z, and I raised my voice. Didn't lay a finger on her. Didn't, didn't threaten her. I said, didn't do any of that stuff. And, they, and dude, 
They all believe me. You want to know why? Because when Devin was out there, she's like, look, I'm not afraid. There's no marks on me. They kept asking her, are you afraid? She's like, no, I'm not afraid. He's a big teddy bear. He's all piss and wind. He's all talking, blah, 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 blah. They left us alone and wished us a good day, right? But if De Devin could have absolutely got me put in jail if she wanted to, marks or not, all she had to do was say, uh, all the, they asked her, are you afraid? If the answer is yes, I'm sitting in Philadelphia County. Like, yep. straight up. Like, that's how that goes. Thankfully, Devin did the right thing, and that didn't happen. But in the future, who knows? Maybe she doesn't make the right – maybe she didn't make the same decision. So maybe I got to stop – I got to stop uh, raising my voice. Quarantino, $5, says, I learned from guys like Derek Jeter. He gave all his chicks gift baskets with iPads after he hit. But dudes will still call him sick. <laughs> Derek Jeter wasn't simping. Derek Jeter, that was self-preservation, my friends. Dude, Derek Jeter was ahead of the game. Derek Jeter was ahead of the game. He's got um, a lot to lose, especially guys like that. And guess what? For all of the high – dude, he had a high-class harem. He smashed Mariah Carey, Jessica Alba, Jessica Beale. He smashed them all. Not one accusation. Not one. Not a one. Um, I just missed a super chat. Uh, yes, for motivation with the two British pound super chat says you're saving young men's lives here. Thanks guys. Absolutely. We appreciate that. Clue uh, $5 says their job is to remove the threat. The man is always the threat. Facts. and talk. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, that night absolutely did suck. Uh, but um, well, the night sucked for our kitchen table, which I destroyed, but we replaced it. We replaced it. That's probably that's probably why they called the cops because they 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 dude, I destroyed our kitchen table. <laughs> I destroyed the kitchen table. So we had to get another kitchen table, and that was at my expense. So it is what it is. Um, Myron, uh, listen, fantastic show. Um, I think the I think I listen, I think we I think we got the point across. If Tory Lanes had had the presence of mind to get one of his homeboys as entourage, hey, get out your phones and record everything right now. Okay. No charges get pressed. But all Megan the Stallion had to do was say he slung a lead at me. Even though there's no evidence to suggest or substantiate her claims, he is still facing indictment. Yep. It's crazy, man. It's a it's a crazy world we're in, guys. Be smart and protect yourselves, man. No, I agree. Um let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, tell the people where to find you. Oh, uh, guys, if you like uh the content of uh, Get on my YouTube channel, Unplug Lifestyle, uh, patreon.com slash freshfit, where me and my buddy, Fresh Prince CEO, we teach you guys how to get girls in basically in a, the hardest city ever, Miami, Florida. Uh, yeah. In the West, obviously, you know, we teach you guys how to, you know, be attractive, social media game, running game based in 2020, man, with, with the internet, online dating, all that other stuff. Um, patreon.com slash freshfit, and then subscribe to my YouTube, Unplug Lifestyle, give fitness and dating advice, both, and we have the Fresh and Fit podcast there. So, Donovan, thank you so much. This was a great show, man. I think the people yeah, are going to love this man. one. It really, really was. Um, look, look, man, I remember when I made the announcement uh, to my patrons. I said, listen, man, there's a content creator that I'm going to align myself with because I've had my eye on this guy for a long time. We jive on so many levels. We both agree on the fundamentals. And a lot of people knew it was you. A lot of people knew it was you. A lot of people had to. Thank you. Took a well, chance to come in. A, a, real quick, I want to say this real, real fast, man. <laughs> you guys have seen my new studio that I got building in, in the in the in the penthouse over there in uh yeah. in Miami. A big part of that guy's was inspired by Donovan Sharp. I went and saw this guy's studio setup. I see how he has his all all this stuff. When you guys say, Byron, you got really good culture quality. What's going up? Like, 
it's inspired by Donovan Sharp, man. Nobody works harder than this guy. He really invests a lot of money into putting this stuff behind the scenes for you guys, man. So, you know, uh, <laughs> I got to say thank you to Donovan right now for taking a chance on me, believing in me, and then basically motivating me, man, to like do my own thing too. So I'm happy to be here, man. Thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. And like I said, um, there, there, like, there was no luck involved, right? I didn't take a chance on Myron. Myron's good. That's all there is to it. Thank I, you. I, I watched it for a while. I said, okay, yeah, this guy is this this guy is definitely the real deal. And every one of these shows, every one of them, every one of them are solid gold. Uh, so I think this is an alliance that's definitely going to be fruitful for all involved. Um, last thing, guys, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about moving my show to a little bit later on in the evening. I'm kicking around the idea of maybe moving it to 6:30 maybe to 7.30. I'm going to put it to a vote on Patreon and on YouTube. I'm going to put it to a vote. I'm going to give you guys a number of times. Of course, given I don't step on any other content creator shows, the reason I want to move it uh, to a later time is because I want to be able to do my show and then be done. I want to be able to, because I work, I work hard all the time. And after my show at 3.30, I still have energy and I'm like, okay, I want to do more. I want to record this. I need to, I need to script that. I need to kick this idea. But if I get all of that done during the day and then it all culminates, culminates in a night show, then I can literally just turn off the lights and leave the studio for the rest of the night. Not only that, I think being in that time slot, I could probably get uh, a few more eyeballs. So, um, so yeah, so um, I'm going to put it to a vote here. I'm going to put it to a vote here um, on uh, YouTube and Patreon. I'm thinking 6.30 or 7.30. I don't know that there's much of a difference. Maybe I'll come somewhere in the middle at 7 um, and then maybe end the show at uh, at 8, um, 8.30. So I'm not on. So I'm not on uh, too late. Again, Myron, uh, hell of a show, man. Uh, that is going to do it uh, for Weights and Dates. We will see you guys now. Weights and Dates is normally on Friday evenings. So we're going to see you guys next Friday evening. At 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific, and Tuesdays are bowling league nights. So I might actually have to amend something for Tuesdays. Either way, we'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. Thank you guys very much. Thank you for all of the support, all of the super chats. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And we will see you guys next.